The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. Happy to be here. Happy to have you here with us. Uh, this uh, the sexual allegation thing continues to get uglier, uh, uglier and uglier every single day, which is uh, hard to believe that, it, but it somehow manages it. Uh, Jackie Spire. Claims that uh, $15 million in taxpayer money has been paid to sexual assault victims. She's a Democrat from California. Here's what uh, she said to Chuck Todd. There are two members of Congress, Republican and Democrat, Mm -hmm. right now, who serve, who have been subject to review or not have been subject to review, but have engaged in sexual harassment. These harasser propositions, Mm. such as, are you going to be a good girl, to perpetrators exposing their genitals, to victims having their private parts grabbed on the House floor. What? All they ask in return as staff members is to be able to work in a hostile, free work environment. They want the system fixed and the perpetrators held accountable. Uh, And uh, this is the good news, too, that uh, we have paid $15 million dollars in uh, settlements to the people who've been sexually se- sexually harassed in uh, in Congress, to whoever these women are that have had uh, congressmen or senators or whoever it is, and we'll eventually find out who it is, and then they better be drummed out of office. Fifteen million dollars in payouts to people without our knowledge. Now all of a sudden we find out about this. <laughs> Wow. So uh, they've had genitals grabbed on the House floor? No wonder these people can't get anything done. They're not thinking about the people's business. They've got something else on their mind, quite clearly. And apparently so did uh, John Travolta. Sadly, John Travolta, there's been rumors about him for a really long time that he's gay i mean he's married to uh what's her name oh uh kelly preston kelly preston's her name and so you kind of tend to dismiss that and think well i guess he could have married her to cover everything up but they've been married a long time and usually those kind of cover-up marriages don't seem to work out too well now, there's Scientologists, and there's lots of rumors about Scientology trying to whitewash these issues for these actors, kind of take care of the uh, situations that they have arise in their lives. But um, police in 2000 took a report from a 21-year-old masseur who accused John Travolta of groping his buttocks and indecently exposing himself during a deep body massage at a Palm Springs hotel. Uh, Travolta, who's 63 now, also made lewd remarks about uh, gay fantasies 
while at the spa at the La Quinta Hotel around 1.30 a.m. on February 15th, 2000, according to the documents. The hotel employee was traumatized enough by the incident that he did report it to the Palm Springs Sheriff's Department. An officer was sent to the scene and learned that an employee did want to file a complaint against John Travolta for sexual battery. The newly uncovered police report marks the latest in a series of incidents pointing to Travolta's alleged sexual preference for men, as well as an alleged habit of hitting on men at high-end spas, hotels, and cruise ships, and in locker rooms and fitness clubs. But wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Didn't you say this was at the La Quinta Inn? Mm, yeah. Is that high end? Uh, I no, don't think that's I, that's that was my confusion here. First of all, <laughs> La Quinta hotels have spas. <laughs> really? Maybe in Palm Springs. Maybe this is a super okay. deluxe La Quinta. Sure. I don't know because sure. La Quinta's like a I don't know Super Eight or Motel Six or something, isn't it? I think it's right on that level. It, yes. it might be just slightly above that, but it's not <laughs> a high end hotel that you would expect John Travolta. You, you expect John Travolta to be at the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. you you expect him to be uh, at one of the elite hotels, right. not a in two the area. star, not a two star, not a two star I mean, hotel. <laughs> no, strictly five star stuff. Uh, but since 1975, Travolta has been a devout practitioner of Scientology, uh, based on L. Ron Hubbard's Dianetics, of course. L. Ron Hubbard from the mean streets of Helena, Montana. Is that right? That is right. Wow, that's right. What happened to him? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Fascinating, though. I don't know how he must have gotten out of Helena as quickly as he could because I, I don't. I don't think he stuck around, stuck around much. But the gay rumors about Travolta first became public in uh, May of 1990 when the National Enquirer ran a cover story describing an alleged two-year affair between Travolta and Paul Barisi, a gay porn producer. Wasn't I, I think he was married to Kelly Preston in 1990. So yeah, no, okay. Nineteen ninety one is where he is when he married Preston. Uh, despite his newlywed status and the birth of Jet in nineteen ninety two, the first of their three children, the spa allegations persisted in the tabloids. You know, it is possible that because the rumors started and National Enquirer ran a story. Mm-hmm. They quickly paired these two together in Scientology and said, "Hey, uh, you, you, you guys need to be a married couple." Oh, hey, interesting! I see what you're doing there? Hmm. Interesting. So Travolta in, in uh, 2000 was 46. So this guy was 21. Uh, you know, it's another another instance of of an older guy hitting on a younger a young man who doesn't want those advances. To the, to the point where he calls police at the time, not now, at the time. And it's not somebody saying, yeah, me too, hashtag me too. John Travolta did this. Somehow, somebody went uh, and got these records from the police department and uncovered this stuff. Hmm. Kind of interesting. I guess it lends credibility to uh, what the National Enquirer has been saying about John Travolta for 27 years. Amazing. Also, at Pat Gray Unleashed, speaking of all these unwanted advances, should Alabama voters stand by Roy Moore? You can still vote until... End of the hour. End of the hour. So you have another 50 minutes or so, 45 to 50 minutes, 
to either respond, send Roy Moore packing or stick by him. And you can vote uh, in the poll at facebook.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. We'll have the results. Polls will close in 45 minutes. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't know why the announcer voice over the top kind of thing was needed kind of weird. I just threw it out there. It's a little weird. Don't judge. Uh, Plus, there's a robocall now about Roy Moore that's kind of strange, right? Um, Listen to this robocall that they're running in Alabama on uh, Judge Roy Moore. Hi, this is Lenny Bernstein. I'm a reporter for the Washington Post. Calling to find out if anyone at this address is a female between the ages of 54 to 57 years old willing to make damaging remarks about candidate Roy Moore for a reward of between $5,000 to $7,000. We'll not be fully investigating these claims. However, we will need a written report. I can be reached by email lbernstein at washingtonpost.com. Thank you. So... That's not real, right? Yeah, no, and, and so that's what, not real. It's not real, and what they're trying to paint is: look, look, these Yankee newspapers, you know, are coming. They're down trying here. to smear Roy Moore. Right. They're offering people seven thousand dollars if they are willing to say something bad about him, not if anything bad happened. Mm-hmm. Is that done? Is that being done by the Roy Moore campaign? Uh, is he this desperate? Oh, you mean maybe it's a? Uh, I see. I gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that's strange. It's that's yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I love 2017. Oh, Can we just drag this year out a little bit longer? Let's not it's shut it down. Seriously, been crazy. But so was last year. We elected, uh, you mm-hmm. know, this guy president mm-hmm. uh, who just got back from China, and as soon as he got back from China, he's kind of haranguing the UCLA basketball players for not thanking him yet. They've been back in the country for 14 hours. And he's sending out tweets that, hey, don't you think they should be thanking me by now or otherwise they'd be in jail for 10 years? I mean, yeah. usually you don't, you're not doing those things as president of the United States so that you can get have three uh, college basketball players thank you in tweets. Usually you're doing those things because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you knew when, uh, when, the, when the plane landed because he started tweeting like mad this morning right around 5 o'clock Eastern time. Yes. So you know, oh, wheels are down yeah. because he's on a tweet fit yet again. Absolutely. Uh, one of the good things about this, though, is that all of the liberals who took none of the accusers seriously during the Bill Clinton era, including Monica Lewinsky, they, they, they couldn't care less about her. I mean, they hung her out to dry. Hillary went after her. Hillary tried to ruin her. And she tried to ruin all the other women who made allegations against Bill Clinton at the time. And so there are a few honest agents on the left. Chris Hayes at MSNBC took to his uh, Twitter account the other day and said that uh, Bill Clinton and his situation was overdue for a real reckoning. He did right, of course, as gross and cynical and hypocritical as the rights. What about Bill Clinton stuff is. It's also true that Democrats and the center left are overdue for a real reckoning with the allegations against him. He followed up by sharing a BuzzFeed article from 2016 about Juanita Broderick. Now, BuzzFeed actually did some really good reporting on that during the election campaign. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they don't usually. That's another leftist site. So I don't know why they did that, but they did. 
And Juanita Broderick claims that Bill Clinton raped her. Uh, Why is that not being believed? Why is she beyond belief? And all these other women are upstanding and right on the money. And on Monday, Caitlin Flanagan of The Atlantic also called for a reckoning, writing that the feminists who defended Clinton back in the 90s were on the wrong side of history. Boy, isn't that the truth? As we said a million times back in the 90s, where are all the feminist groups? She even called out Gloria Steinem for slut-shaming, victim-blaming, and age-blaming in an op-ed she wrote in defense of the president. Gloria Steinem! So you talk about hypocrisy. Wow. Uh, You've got it to the one billionth power on the left. Let me tell you about a great product that uh, is super convenient. Something that's going to clean up the air in your home because the air inside is about 90, 100 times more polluted than the air outside. And what can help you rid yourself of that problem? Well, a new air filter. It's time to replace your old, dirty, potentially even dangerous air filter in your house with filterby.com. They send you the size you need within 24 hours and they ship it for free. Just incredibly convenient and and really cost effective. They use double the industry standard MERV rating on most of their filter sizes. So you get all of the dangerous pollen and mold and dust and allergens removed from your air. And you can also set up convenient auto delivery. You'll save 5% when you do that. And you never have to worry about it when you change your filters again because they just arrive at your house. FilterBuy manufactures everything right here in America. So go to FilterBuy.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters. And they're shipped free within 24 hours. FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. So the psychic who foresaw Donald Trump winning the election in 2016 Hmm. has some interesting predictions now for 2018, including revolution in North Korea and Prince Harry's engagement. Ooh, that'd be exciting, wouldn't it? Right? What a prediction that is. Can we take the day off when that happens? That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. It's huge here for us. Uh, Environmental predictions include Mount Vesuvius in Italy will erupt, and Naples will be evacuated. Hmm. Mount Vesuvius, uh, that's that's the one that uh, buried that city for yeah. mm-hmm, um, many thousands of years ago. There will be an increase in seismic activity, including places that have been tremor-free for a thousand years, with one very serious earthquake in New Zealand. The southern seas will be impassable in places due to a massive ice shelf breaking from the uh, Antarctic. Well, that already happened, right? Yeah, and that'll be convenient for the uh, global warming. Uh, Won't it, though? Even though that has nothing to do with global warming. Mm -hmm. And they even admitted it with this latest ice shelf break. It's calving. The ice shelf gets to a certain size, 
and it breaks off. It didn't melt off. Wait, you're saying there's more ice? Uh-huh. Yeah. I won't, yeah. I won't hear it. Growing ice, and then it gets so big that it can't sustain its own weight, and it breaks off. Uh, there will be... Here's a bold prediction. Okay. There will be wildfires in California? Stop. I Whoa. refuse to believe such an no. outlandish claim. That would be unusual, since it only happens every year, and Australia, and flooding in India... That, that there was massive flooding that displaced 40 million people this year and in China. There will also be record hurricanes in the Caribbean, this according guy to this is guy. Bold. Bold. Oh, what else we got from this guy? Uh, world conflict. There's going to be a trade embargo with North Korea that will fail, mm. and the U.S. will strike at a railway line and bridge to disrupt imports. Okay. Kim Jong-un will be deposed by his own people and will go missing with uh, some claiming he's living a secret new life in China. Ah, That'd be great, actually. Let him go. Yeah, that's... I like that prediction. Mm -hmm. A world flu epidemic, possibly linked to biological warfare started by North Korea or a terrorist group. Japan will pay to hire American missile defense services. Yeah, I could see that happening. That's just kind of an educated guess, not a prediction. Mm Mm-hmm. Ukraine will be accused of the illegal sale of mis- missiles and nuclear technology. A massive Bitcoin fraud will be uncovered and thwarted that funds terrorism and war. Wait a minute. A well-known American company will be involved in the scandal. Well, then you can say, hey, look, it's a good thing I didn't get in after all. Exactly. Hmm. Terrorists will make an airborne chemical weapon gas attack by multiple drones on a European capital city. Could be London or Berlin or both. Wow. Uh, that's an ugly prediction. Also, as far as the economy, an Italian banking crisis will cause chaos. Many will lose their homes. The euro will plummet. Yeah, like that hasn't been happening for about five years now. Uh, toward the end of 2018 and into 2019, there'll be riots as the steep economic decline takes hold in Europe. The UK and US will be hit by the weak euro, but their economies will bounce back quickly. And the pound and dollar will be seen as safe havens. Uh, I like that prediction. I doubt it, but I like it. Denmark and Italy will pull out of the EU as the euro crashes. Mm. His U.S. predictions are these. Okay, here we go. All right, what do An we got? attempt to impeach Donald Trump in mid-2018 will fail, and he will become more popular as a result. Hmm. Could see that happening. Trump will initiate a massive trade deal with the UK ahead of Brexit that will shake the EU. <clears throat> the deal will concern arms, high-tech services, and the motor industry. The Mexico border wall will not be built. Yeah, I predicted that <laughs> right. 10 years ago. Ooh, this guy is going out <laughs> on a limb. <laughs> These are in print? <laughs> I'm going to save this one because I can't believe that. What a, what a soothsayer this guy is. Right. Really? The wall won't be built? Mm. bold (laughs) stunning it will instead consist of drones and sensors it could easily easily wuss out on that the u.s will lose uh trade in the east as china and russia form a military and economic alliance in response to the north korean crisis and u.s protectionism a u.s warship will be sunk by a mine or terrorist operation The dollar will take a tumble in February, but recover. Melania Trump and her husband's grandchildren will release a song 
to help raise no. funds for charity. Now that's pretty specific. There. <laughs> we are the world. I predict that won't happen. Oh, no. That's my prediction. That will not happen. Melania and her grandchildren will not release a song. Can she, I mean, let's see. Let's have a battle of soothsayers here and see whose prediction is, comes true. Is singing even a thing she does? No. I mean, okay. I mean, being in public is hardly anything right. she does. I'm going to see if she's ever <clears throat> been recorded singing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The U.S. will rent, nu- rent nuclear weapons to Japan? You can really... <laughs> you can rent a nuke? I didn't know that. <laughs> Wait. Now, if you use it, have you still rented it? You or... want to take the insurance out just in case it goes <laughs> off. Do we demand the purchase once you explode it? Rent? How do you rent a nuclear weapon? I just... There will be a big fire in Las Vegas. Mm. Oh, wow. Wait. Oh, Las Vegas. I was thinking yeah. LA. I thought we were back in our mm. fires. Uh, for the UK, there will be a hard... Uh, a hard Brexit, but pressed by Germany, Europe will relent at the last minute and allow a trade deal with uh, Britain. Uh, there will be many strikes encouraged by Jeremy Corbyn, who will lose support from voters. Theresa May will stay in power. The UK will thrive despite a world uh, economic difficulty. Uh, many high-tech companies will move to Britain. Britain will lead the world in innovation. Ha! I predict that's not going to happen. Prince <laughs> Harry will announce his engagement. You know, big deal. He does that like three times a year. A new political party will be formed. There will be a terrorist attack on a British motorway in which a gunman shoots people held up by a deliberate traffic accident. Oh, All right. Don't. So, uh, I mean, there's a few bold predictions in here, but mostly that's just nonsense. I'll keep this close by. I predict that the Dow, that that the market will go up and it will sometimes go back down. And then it will go up again. You mean to write that down? Then it'll go back down. You mean to write this down? Yeah, you better. So you say it'll there, go up. so what I'm saying is it goes up, go up. it goes down a little bit, down. then it comes back up, I can't then write, it drops quite a bit. I can't write this. Maybe up now. to 3%, then it comes back up okay. and makes up for the loss, and then it comes back down, then it goes up. And you're saying that's going to happen in 2018. So in 2018, that'll happen, yes. All right, I wrote it down. Yes. There will be car accidents Okay. in 2018. There will be car accidents. So hold on. So all over the nation, not just not just in Texas, like but multiple multiple car accidents all over the country. Ah, the next thing you're going to say it's going to mm-hmm. end up resulting in the death of I'm, Americans. I'm seeing that there will be flight delays due to weather. Due to weather? Due to weather. Yes. There will be flight delays. Flight delays in the winter of 2017-2018. Okay. That will cause some people to uh, miss their flights. Some will have to actually stay in hotels overnight, and some will just sleep in the airport. Okay, so flight delays from weather, Mm -hmm, traffic mm -hmm. accidents across the country, yes, and a stock market that fluctuates. Yes, that's that's Mm -hmm. a that's a triple crown of uh, bold predictions right there, my friend. Isn't it? I wrote them all. So hopefully, wrote that down in invisible ink Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm feeling a lot of clarity right now. So. I hope you did get that down. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393. Also, I'm going to predict 
Okay. BYU football Cougars Mm -hmm. will win more than three games next year. Okay. okay. Now look. Next year. The first not this three, year. Next I year. I kind of could see happening. Now, now I realize it's just a bit. <laughs> now I've gone too far. I've gone too far. Uh, sorry. Yeah, let's try to keep it in the realm of the believable if we could. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Good times. Good times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. 888-900-3393 with your thoughts on Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Here's how far we've come in our society. Uh, People are allowed to have emotional support pigs come on a flight with them. An emotional support pig. Is that how Jeffy flies for free? (laughs) Sorry. I, that's, wow, that was, that was hurtful. That was hurtful. I'm sorry. Very I'll hurtful, take it back. Producer Keith. I don't, I don't know why you would attack Jeffy in that way. I mean, you set the standard. I think that's... Uh, wow, I don't... <laughs> Sorry, continue with the story. My apologies <laughs> to pigs. So so the emotional support pig uh, got a little rowdy on the flight and uh, caused mayhem. You can imagine. Okay, the person with the emotional support pig is one of, what, 200 people on the flight? So... I guess their sensibilities are the only ones on the flight that, that matter. People said you could smell this pig throughout the entire plane, Ugh. as you can imagine. It's a pig. I mean, there's a reason when somebody's messy or stinky or sweaty or whatever that you call them a pig, because that's what pigs are. They're, they're gross. Mm. Unless mm-hmm. you slaughter them and cook them, and then they're delicious. Bacon, baby. But this wasn't the case here on this flight. The... The, the, what kind of emotional support can a pig give to a person? She brought it on on the flight, and it started walking and running up and down the aisle. <laughs> and the other passengers were like, uh, "We gonna put up with this for the whole flight?" And she tried to she tried to keep it with her, mm-hmm. um, and probably told the pig, "Look, I need your emotional support. You gotta stay here by me. You can't be running up and up and down the aisles." Apparently, that wasn't compelling to the pig. No. Because he kept doing it. So then they tried to lash him to one of the uh, armrests, and he broke away from that and was running up and down the aisles again, smelling up the plane. And, you know, some of the passengers were actually scared. It's a pig. First of all, it's not dangerous, I wouldn't think, unless it, you know, is one of those wild hogs Mm. that have horns. That would be a little scary. I don't know. This sounds like a flight my kids would love. Quite oh, frankly. I bet they would. Yeah, they probably would. <laughs> but some of the adults on board were not exactly excited 
Some of these people are business people and probably don't want to smell like pig when they get off the flight. <laughs> what was, do, do we know like the distance of the flight, like where it was going? And it was go, it was going from Connecticut, uh, and it doesn't say to where. Out. You, you keep doesn't rolling. Say. I'll find out. This is interesting. So uh, I guess we're to the point now where American Airlines will let. Anything on the flight, as long as you say it's it's a, an emotional support animal. Hmm. I, I mean, my question is, if if I put one of those emotional support vests on a herd of cattle, can I bring a herd of emotional support cattle with me on a, on a flight? <laughs> I should be able to, right? That's my emotional support. I, this herd supports me emotionally, and I'm a wreck without them. I'm a wreck. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter that they're crapping all over your plane. That doesn't matter. My emotion sure. is paramount here. So, so wait, I got two two points. Number one, what if everybody on the flight brought on an animal uh, for emotional support? That's number yeah, one. Yeah, right. And number two, I sat on a flight once next to a, a very nice young man who played football at a small college here in Texas, and he had a little, a little um, uh, pit bull puppy with him in his lap. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking, and he said, yeah, this is my therapy dog. Dogs make sense. Okay, but it's a puppy. Yeah. He walked, like, in other words. And usually the dogs are trained for that. Sure. And and so, I, I don't know. So, are you, what, are you suspecting the puppy probably wasn't? I, I don't know. Was I mean, it wearing a vest? It was wearing nothing. Okay, then a that's, naked puppy. That's just his thing, then. And and that's what I'm wondering. Like, at what point does the therapy puppy grow up? I mean, keep in mind, this is a pit bull. Yeah. At what can, point mean, does he become a plus, danger? They have to be wearing the vest in order to, you know, in order to hmm. be officially a a service animal, right? Like Glenn has service animals, and they say they're service. When he takes them out in public, they wear a service animal, like a little vest thing around That's them. That's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. Hmm. And uh, but they've been trained for that. Dogs are trained for... I don't even know. Can you train a pig? You can... I mean, it's a pig. And other than Charlotte's Web, I don't know of any kind of emotionally supporting pig that there's ever been. By the way, this was not a short flight. It was from <clears throat> Connecticut to South Carolina. And that's a long... It's probably two hours, right? Mm-hmm. Two, two and a half? Yeah. Uh, Ray Dean in California. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. I can clear up some of this. Okay, good. I have support dogs. I've trained support dogs even before my accident. I actually trained. This is a big thing that's happened um, over this year, I found, that if people say emotional support, they're allowed on. But emotional support animals are not covered under the ADA. Psychiatric tasked dogs or animals. But you know what? Even the ADA... A couple of years ago, made a law to where animals can livestock is not covered. So Porky there yeah. would not technically be covered under the ADA. Mm. And emotional support is allowed under housing laws. They're covered. Okay. But with the Americans with Disabilities Act, no, they're not. the The line is the animal must be trained to do a task. For instance, vets with PTSD, they have to be trained to notice a trigger and perhaps calm them down um, with Parkinson's disease. The animal will um, help when they freeze. They kind of are trained to put their paw or 
okay, we can't do snout. I just, I can't. Um, <laughs> but on the foot to, to help them to move. They're trained to do a task. But I've noticed that this year a lot of people are bringing in whatever, like you said, the pit bull puppy yeah. into stores to go, yeah, it's my emotional support. And because store owners perhaps don't want to get into it, they're like, okay. Here's another right. thing. And, and, and that's obviously, I think that's obviously the case with this American Airlines uh, flight. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Every pet is emotional support. Yes. Otherwise, you wouldn't feed them. Right. You know? Right. Or let them in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And there's another little thingy with the vest. The vest is actually not, by law, demanded with the Americans with Disabilities Act. Oh, really? Which is kind of, yeah, it's really not. Um, it's kind of on the honor system, which I think they're going to have to change. Um, but they don't have to be. Um, identified in any way, but I know earlier mm. we were talking about a tag. That is different. Glenn has service dogs, and the yes. tag um, there is a registration. It looks different, but it's just the county registration of whatever state you're in. Okay. Other than that, the, the line is they must be trained mm. to do a task, and when the business owners talk to them, they can't ask about the disability because... God forbid you have information. Isn't that something? But, that's um, just really amazing. I, it's, I mean, right? w- that's where we are now. You, you can just get away with anything and just say, yes. well, I have, I, this is my emotional support. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. Let yes. the pig on the flight. Crazy. Exactly. It's crazy. And, okay, let's say that the whole law did not actually change and say, no, barnyard animals don't count. Yeah. But... Let's say this was a psychiatric dog, or I'm sorry, 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 pig, pig. psychiatric pig mm-hmm. that it did tasks. If it's running up and down and snorting in people's champagne, they actually, you can be asked to leave. If your animal is not under your control at all mm-hmm. times, you, that is the only time they can tell you, get out Fortunately, fortunately for the other passengers, that did eventually happen. They just finally said, okay, you're, you're going to have to take your emotional support pig <laughs> off the flight. <laughs> and so she did. So, yeah, that did eventually happen. Now, isn't part of the deal, isn't part of the reason the dogs wear the vest so that uh, other people know they, they're not supposed to pet them? Yes. That is part of it. It makes things a lot easier. I recommend it. But I've had so many people. I have a mobility dog, um, which is an Akita. So you wouldn't think people would want to go, look at the puppy. Kids are better about it, really, than adults Mm. wanting to stop you every five seconds. But um, the vest is... Um, I've had people come up to me and say, where can I buy that? I'd love to bring my pet <laughs> in. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't like the spinal cord injury that goes with it, Pumpkin. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they do yeah. Uh, a lot. But that is what yeah. the vest is for. Is It's an easy identifier so people can say, no, you know, leave mm-hmm. that person, let them be. Um, it's just, it makes things a lot easier. Good info. Thanks, Rudine. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Uh, 888-933-93. Uh, and that's the thing. So I didn't, that's what I thought. I mean, it's, it's just American airlines saying, uh, we don't want to be sued. Let the pig on the flight. And without any regard for the rest of the people who've paid a lot of money to be on that flight. Mm-hmm. That just, that drives me out of my mind. That is so inconsiderate of everybody else on that flight. 
for the one person who says, this is my emotional support pig. Yeah, that's not a thing, okay? <laughs> it's not a thing. Now, if you want to put the pig in a cage, we'll put it in the cargo hold, and, you know, so it's not pooping all over the aisles and the seats. How about that? That'd be okay. But you're not going to take it on in your seat in the cabin with you. I mean, there's barely enough room as it is on these yeah. flights. They keep getting more and more compacted, jamming more and more seats into these flights. And then you put a gigantic pig in there, too? Mm-hmm. Again, there's a reason they're called pigs. <laughs> uh, Tom in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how's it going, Pat? Good. Uh, two quick points on the uh, pig on the plane. Number okay. one, uh, what if there were Muslims on that plane? Oh, my. Uh, yeah. Talk about being sued. And second, wow, uh, no by kidding. their standards, is that, uh, is that plane now contaminated or unclean? Uh, it would have to be, right? And not just Muslims, but I think Jews would have a problem with that as well. That's uh, true, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I haven't even thought of the, of the religious angle because they're an unclean animal. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, thanks a lot, Tom. Appreciate it. Huh. Yeah, the only way to make a, a pig emotionally support you is to turn it into bacon and eat it. And yes. then I'm then yeah. I feel okay, now I feel better. Feeling All good right. now. Yes. It's now like, that I've I've had twelve pounds of bacon yeah. uh in me, I, I wow. <laughs> that I'm there, just emotionally stable right now. Right. That there will change the emotional trajectory of your day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you it have will. Some bacon. And that leads us right into hmm? Riduzone. Hmm. Uh which is you know, something you wanna you wanna take before you eat twelve pounds of bacon. Uh, it's a new patented FDA-acknowledged supplement that contains the molecule. I won't even try to say it's OEA. We'll use the uh, we'll use the letters. The OEA is naturally produced in the human body. What it does is it makes you feel it makes you feel as though you're full. So it's uh, it's a great way to do it. One way to get more OEA is to consume olive oil. It's why Mediterranean diet is so healthy. But you'd have to drink a lot of olive oil. So that's why they've come up with Riduzone and put the OEA in it. It's safe. It's non-stimulating. It won't make you shaky. It won't buzz you and, and then cause you to have a crash afterwards. Supports weight loss by sending an I'm full signal to your brain. And it also burns fat. This is great stuff. It's vegetarian. It's gluten-free. It's non-GMO. Uh, it's... It's an awesome product. A, a six-year study of former Biggest Loser contestants, sponsored by the National Institute of Health, showed that almost every contestant gained either some or all of their weight back after being on that program, despite their continuing efforts to you know, diet and exercise. It just doesn't work. Because if you're on a diet, as soon as you go off the diet and start eating normally, you're going to get the weight back. Unless you've got some help, like Riduzone, which makes you feel full so you eat less. Visit Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, Riduzone.com to learn more. Use the promo code THEBLAZE and get 40% off your purchase. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray returns. Emotional support pig. Our last caller brought up a really interesting point. Did they not consider the fact there was a Muslim on that flight? Didn't they even consider that? <laughs> That's crazy. Somebody shows up at the at the counter and uh, and gets their boarding pass, drops off their luggage, and says, "Oh, by the way, this is my emotional support pig. I need to take it on the flight." Oh, okay, yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, we'll give you a card that shows that your emotional support pig is okay and cleared uh, to get on get on board hmm. without anybody saying, well, wait a minute, uh, a pig would be highly offensive to a Muslim. Right, and I thought Muslims were the first people we uh, yes, considered when right. we were going to potentially offend someone. Well, it's a tie uh, between Muslims and, and homosexuals, I think, right? Both of them have huh. incredibly active support groups and uh a special interest hierarchy wow that's like double... that can spring into action uh-huh. at the drop of a hat and sue you out of existence huh. so wow that's like double insulation for our buddy riaz patel yes <laughs> a gay muslim <laughs> yes I mean... you can't do anything to riaz <laughs> <No>. <laughs> ever <laughs> if he says something you can't even question it really yeah You're so right. okay so <laughs> So that's interesting from that standpoint that they didn't consider Jews or Muslims mm. on that flight. Yeah, they, you didn't even walk uh, up and down the aisle or talk to the passengers and say, oh, by the way, somebody needs an, an emotional support pig to be on board. Anybody have a, you know, an issue with unclean animals? Cloven hoofed animals? <laughs> Anybody every, care? Every hand should <laughs> go up, man. Come on. I mean, come on. I mean, literally, there is no more common sense. None. There's nothing left that binds us together, apparently. No, it's true. And <laughs> and it also shows that some of our sensibilities or nonsense abilities are starting to clash with each other. If somebody tells you they're emotionally unstable and they need an emotional support pig to be on board with them, that's clashing with the fact that there may also be Muslims on board. And so it's... It's kind of interesting to see which group is going to come out on top here. Yeah, so in some ways it's kind of fun. Yeah, sort of. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Sarah in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hey, so um, you know I'm going to be flying out for the Thanksgiving holiday with my family, and both of my children have severe allergies. So my issue is who gets to fly on the plane, the pig or my kids? Well, gosh, I don't know. Uh, do your kids have any other disabilities? Are they maybe transgendered or mm. questioning or anything? Um, no, just the fact that um, like they can't breathe. Yeah, anywhere near an animal. I don't think breathing is a big enough issue, really. Right. I don't, I don't right. think. Yeah, that. I mean, if you would have been on this flight. Would you have, you would have obviously had to go to the stewardess or the flight attendant and say, uh, my children are wildly allergic to pigs. Would you have done that? Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's something that like, you know, in restaurants I've had to say, could we please be seated away from the table that has the Yorkie sitting in the woman's lap eating off the table? (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, it's, it's for sure. And in my opinion, humans come first. 
I realize that many of us do have emotional issues, but yeah. I mean, a pig. humans coming first. That is so 1956. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember those days. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Sarah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Can we re- re- retrace <clears throat> your offensive steps there from that phone call? Mm-hmm. Because you, Mr. Pat Gray, laid down the S word on the air. You, Which was... uh, you uttered the word uh, stewardess. I did, yeah. I, I quickly. Did you notice I quickly I corrected myself? Not quick enough, sir. Flight so, attendant. Flight uh, I'll lash myself with a wet noodle later yeah, on will. today. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, you know, that's it's almost unforgivable. Almost, it's it's almost it's really close to that line. So, uh, all right. While we're on uh, the animal kingdom, apparently uh, there are some people who are very very upset in Zimbabwe hmm. right now. Or I guess it's Kenya. So it's in the neighborhood. Hmm. Uh, A picture of two male lions having sex has upset a top Kenyan official who who puts the blame on gay men going to the national parks and behaving badly. (laughs) Hold on. He believes the male lions, I guess, became gay from seeing the example of People who came to the park. Well, there's a picture of the. There is a picture. Somebody took a photo of the of the precious little uh, huh. male lions. It hasn't gone down well with Ezekiel Matua, the head of the country's film censorship board, who is pointing the finger at gay tourists for their behavior. These animals need counseling because probably they've been influenced by gays who have gone to the national parks and behaved badly. Yeah, I I don't think so, Mr. Matua. <laughs> you think the male lion was looking at the tourists thinking, oh, it looks like a good idea. Yeah, I don't know what I'm to jump on there. Have my way with uh, my friend Bob over here. I don't know if that's the point or the fact that he says they need counseling. And how does that even work? How do you counsel a lion without getting your face bitten off? I don't know. <laughs> the chief executive of the Kenyan Film Classification Board said, I mean, where on earth have you, have you ever heard of something like this happening? Well, I'm glad you asked. Mm. Because if there's one thing we know, it's that they're putting something in the water that's turning the friggin' oh. frogs gay. Oh, no. And someone has taken the liberty <laughs> of putting together a nice little remix uh, on the Alex Jones discovery about the gay frogs. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the friggin' frogs gay. There you go. Putting stuff in the water that's turned the friggin' frogs gay is now a dance classic. And it comes full circle. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three This leader of the uh, Kenyan film industry uh, 
really strong statements on uh, that you just couldn't make in this country. He actually, about the lions having sex together, uh, he suggests demonic spirits, which have been affecting humans, have now been passed on to the animals. The demonic spirits inflicting the humans seems to have now caught up with the animals. Wow. Oof. You make that statement in the United States, and seriously, you're not the head of the uh, film industry you'll anymore. Get, you'll get thrown to the lions. Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network i've been permanently tainted by the book hmm? of uh arlen specter you remember a couple of years ago he he wrote about uh the senate bathhouse <laughs> oh yeah remember that <laughs> yes talked oh, about no. how he always i saw ted kennedy in there naked <laughs> and then he was talking about and this is what set this off. I just saw John Thune a few minutes ago on uh, on TV doing some interview. Oh, no. And and I can't look at John Thune without remembering what Arlen Specter said about him. He has the body of a Greek god. <laughs> Came into the Senate bathhouse completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I, I wanted to make mad tender love to John Thune. <laughs> Senator, are you it's sure? not exact quote, but I'm wanna... I'm paraphrasing some of the things he said in the book. But it's pretty close, actually. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just really <laughs> a weird. <laughs> you you don't expect it from a U.S. senator for him to be admiring John Thune's body in the Senate steam room or bathhouse or whatever it was. <laughs> just uh, kind of frightening. Yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, also, we've got about. 15 more minutes if mm. you if you want to vote in the Roy Moore situation should he should he continue should he go forward are are you still hoping he wins this race or should he pull out and allow somebody else the opportunity because i don't even know if they're going to seat him i i frankly i think that the uh the leadership is probably um too weak to actually take a strong stand against him and not seat him. I don't think they want to go through that battle. So he'll, if he wins, he'll probably just join the Senate and that'll be it. Should that happen? Uh, you can go and vote at yeah, Facebook.com. Facebook.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. Yes, sir. Send him packing or or uh, keep him in keep him in the race. Uh, it was. I mean, it was closer than I kind of thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But you have until 20 after. Yeah. 20 after the hour. So another 15 minutes or so. 888 Also got some uh, tweets coming our way. This from Steve. Pat, why do we care about the sex life of John Travolta? Oh, please, Steve. You're not really out. Because he's famous. <laughs> we care. 
care about the sex life of every famous person. (laughs) Naturally. From GD Chapel. I received a robocall from at Jeffy MRA offering me five to seven thousand dollars to donate to his armadillo. <laughs> Finally get to the root of what's happening there. Thank you. Uh, he's way ahead, right? Is oh, he still yeah. Way ahead? He's, he's into. Yeah. Twice I mean, as far ahead of you now. I, like I, you're not even close and you're in second. Wow. Hang on. Let me let me refresh. I would this. love it if you would donate to my armadillo and at least make Good it close. Grief, man. It's crazy how you, far Jeffy is ahead. Uh, he's ahead of everybody. Literally, if you do, you're in second and if you doubled your total, you still wouldn't be up to Jeffy. Really? Yeah, so it's Jeffy, Pat, Glenn, Glenn's in third now. Da Stu, Doc, Brad. Mm, okay. Uh so go to mercuryone.org. Donate to whoever you want at this point. Whatever. Yeah, I've, I'm <laughs> almost resigned to oh, losing no. to Jeffy now. It's sad. It's sad. Oh. I'm going to need an emotional support pig. I uh, am. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go out today is, and find me an emotional is, support pig. Is, it might be in the form of bacon or ham, mm-hmm. but I need some emotional It's kind support. of traumatic for you. because it it, is. It, It's almost like, correct me if I'm wrong, like you with a BYU game where it's like close for a while and mm-hmm. then it just falls apart toward yeah, the end. falls apart in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Liberty Mel says, if she gets an emotional support pig, then I get to bring my favorite bottle of emotional support, Merlot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from Hammy, uh, had a pet pig, smartest pig I ever, smartest pet I ever owned. They can be litter trained and trained in general. Hmm. Why would you though? Yeah. What? What? Can they? Can they be trained to make breakfast? From themselves? <laughs> I don't think they need training for that. Eh, it just kind of happens naturally. Um, also, yes, we do have the, the John Travolta. Uh, seems to be the latest accusation right now uh, in Hollywood. But there's all kinds of speculation about who these culprits are in Congress. Because we just found out from Jackie Spire the Democrat from California, uh, she says right away she was uh, sexually harassed when she got on the floor of the House. Uh, And this was years ago. And now she is saying that they have paid out $15 million in taxpayer money to settle sexual harassment lawsuits against members of Congress. Now, why weren't we told about that? Yeah. How is it possible that they paid out this money and there was never a mention of it. There was never a, oh, by the way, we're paying this so that you, the constituents, and the people who are actually paying the bill know what's going on. Because we would have demanded that whoever's responsible for those settlements having to, been, having to be made get out of Congress. So I'm very much looking forward to the perpetrators here being exposed as they need to be. And apparently that's part of the problem they exposed themselves on the house floor she said in at least one case exposed himself on the house floor how is that happening i mean there's c-span cameras that are rolling all the time c-span probably knows who this is (laughs) it's crazy wow i i mean the things that we find out about way after the fact are they just make you outraged and it also shows why nothing's getting done in Congress. They got something else on their mind. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ian in New York, you're on the blaze. Hey guys, uh, hey. just something's disturbing to me. This Judge Roy Moore, the girl was sixteen, said, "I'll drive you home." Drove around back, 
did some lewd, whatever she said, pushed her out of the car, but yet then she goes back a year later or two, when she graduates, 17 or 18, to sign her yearbook. Does that sound right? I don't know. If I was a girl and somebody did that to me, I don't think I'd be going to get them to sign my yearbook, and she sure as heck was not a prodigy. She didn't graduate at 15. So something, something just don't add up there. I'm not sure if that's the same girl. If the, it is. the same girl from the back of the restaurant is the same girl from the yearbook? Yes, correct. And it's the one that uh, it was on the show last night where somebody said I was backing him, but now that I heard he signed the yearbook, but I said to myself, wait, signing the yearbook, mm-hmm. whether, you know, to, to me, that, that sounds like the opposite of what some girl would do if some guy was lewd and came off as some type of pervert. No him. question. Yeah. If, right? if it is the same girl, that's, that's really weird. That doesn't yeah. add up. It, it is the yeah, same. It, it is the same. It girl. is the same. And so wow. he right. apparently signed it, and then a week later was the incident in the car. Oh, well, then. So she graduated at 16, and she can't even remember. She needs to read a prepared speech about how this guy did this to her. I wouldn't need to read no speech about how somebody did something to me. Right. So she, I don't think she's that intelligent. She graduated at 16, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know when she graduated, frankly. Uh, appreciate yeah. the call, Ian. I, did she... Why, why did she have to have graduated? Did he say she graduated? Did he say it was the class of... It was the class of 77, right? Yeah, let's see. And this Because he wrote, he wrote something about 1977. Yeah, in he the said, yearbook. to a sweeter, more beautiful girl, I could not say Merry Christmas. Christmas 1977. Love, Roy Moore, DA, District Attorney. 122277, Old Hickory House. So he did... And it, again... While there are discrepancies on the part of some of the alleged victims, there are some discrepancies on the part of Roy Moore as well, which kind of have me concerned because he said he didn't, he'd never, he didn't know where the restaurant was, never heard of it, hadn't been there, whatever. And he wrote it in the yearbook. Uh, uh, I don't know. Mo it's Brooks. Just, Mo, Mo Brooks. Yeah, yeah. And it's too late for Mo, Mo Brooks. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think the governor probably might have the final say. Is the governor considering Mo Brooks? That I have not heard the governor say that. Um, I just know that that's one of the things floated around. However, in that scenario, if I'm a citizen of Alabama, I'm not so happy having the vote taken away from me. Yeah, that's for sure. But he's the one that granted it in the first mm. place because it's a special election to fill the seat of Jeff Sessions. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Linda in Missouri. You're on the blaze. Uh, yeah. I, the other day I was watching your show and Jeffy was giving support to implants as a means of eliminating uh, cash and going to a cashless society. <laughs> and I was uh, pretty shocked at that, actually, that someone in your group would be supporting such a thing. Yeah, but Linda, it's uh, Jeffy. Our that, group. Tells you, that tells you everything you need to know. It's <laughs> Jeffy. Well, He's a group all by himself. <laughs> well, when it happened, I was reading a book called Flee the Darkness, which is yeah. which addresses that, and nearly everything in there has come true, and the end result of that book is co- total world control of the population. No privacy, no yeah. nothing. Okay. And what's the name of the book? It's called Flee the Darkness by the Grant Darkness. R. Jeffrey uh-huh. and Angela Hunt. Huh. Okay. I thought you might be interested in it. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you, Linda. Uh, just so you know, I am absolutely 100% against 
implanting anything hmm. in my body anywhere in my body. We have a guest coming would not up. not do it. And we do have to talk a, about that kind of stuff. What is her name? Uh, that would be Liz McIntyre. She authored the book um, Spy Chips. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's about... RFID chips, uh, implanting things into your body, all in the name of convenience and safety. Yeah, so we're going to get into that uh, this afternoon, pro- coming up in about 45 minutes or so. And, you know, I, I've mentioned that I have a problem with uh, the invasion of privacy at best, that all of these chips are and all of these cards from the grocery stores. I hate them, and I never sign up for them. And they always want you to. Man, they want you to have it. I, you go into a, you go into the store and you buy something that costs with the card eight dollars. Without the card, it's one hundred and seventy three fifty. I mean, it's just <laughs> stupid. Just give me the price that that it costs. I without a card, would you please? If there is a grocery store that does, and I think there are. I think there's one that just doesn't do any cards, and the price you pay is just the price everybody pays. And I can't think of who that is. Aldi? I don't know. Aldi, no, I don't know if it's them. There's, there's a few. Um, but mean, that's, that's the way it should be. Don't try to track me. Don't try to predict what I'm going to buy when I come in. I, I don't want you sending me stuff in the mail or in email or on texts. I, I don't want you to anticipate my purchase. just want to come in and buy something and leave. And I don't want you to know anything about it because it's none of your business. So we'll be talking about uh, some of that. Uh, she wrote the book called Spy Chips. So that's at the start of uh, next hour. In the meantime, speaking of technology, uh, this is great technology. This is something you want to have. And it helps you get off the grid, too. It's Go Mesh. They power the first 100% off-grid, mobile, long-range, consumer-ready mesh network which means you can send texts and GPS locations without cell towers, routers, or satellites. Perfect for, for you if you're a traveler or if you're an outdoor person, you like to be outside, or if you just if you want to mind your own business and you don't want anybody to know where you are or any of that, Gotenna is for you. You think about all the hurricanes we've had lately, the wildfires, the horrific events, at the church here in Texas and and the concert in Las Vegas. There are times when you want to communicate with your loved ones, and if cell towers are down, there's nothing worse than not knowing and not being able to communicate. With this, you still can, even if the other communication lines are down. You just pair the device with your phone using the Gotenna app, or you could leave it unpaired in strategic locations to relay communications from device to device. Right now, when you go to Gotenna.com, G-O-T-E-N-N-A.com, use the promo code PAT15, you get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. Don't wait until you need it to act. Go to Gotenna.com today, save 15% with your promo code PAT15. That's Gotenna.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Mm-hmm. 
Five seconds left to vote. Four, three, two. Okay. None. No seconds left. All right. The voting, the polling is closed yeah. uh, on Judge Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. Should he stay or should he go? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three should have the results here in uh, just a minute for you. In the meantime, uh, I'm kind of surprised there haven't been any other women because if this is a scam by his opposition to discredit him, I would think they'd keep these allegations rolling. They seem to be having an effect and you got him on the defensive and he's not doing a good job of explaining things. I mean, even Hannity kind of what he gave him 24 hours to explain the in inconsistencies, inconsistencies yeah. or get out of the race. Of course, he doesn't have any power to make him get out of the race, but it is interesting that even his ardent supporters are now kind of wondering what's going on there. Uh, Robert in North Carolina, you're on the blaze. Hi. How are you, Pat? Good. I know the voting's over, but I just, I feel like in the interest of the country, uh, Mr. Moore should pull out. Yeah. He can still claim innocence and pull out, but it's his ego that's keeping him in. I watched his body language when the uh, allegations first came out, mm-hmm. and he he was wiggling a lot. That's usually a sign of... Uh, you know, something to hide. Of maybe somebody who's lying? Well, that's true. Yeah. But in my my life, when people hide behind religion, that's a big sign. Some of the biggest hypocrites are those that hide behind religion. My uncle used to have a saying, raise hell six days a week and walk through the gates of heaven on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, and also... My philosophy is if we don't bury our ego, uh-huh. our ego will bury us. And you have a good day. You too. Appreciate the call. Um, so have they debunked the fact that this is his thing? I'm looking here, and uh, there are people claiming his signature is a fake. The 1977 signature on the yearbook of the accuser, Beverly Young Nelson, is a fake. Use two different colors of ink. Hmm. So, I mean, if that if that yearbook signing isn't accurate, then I, a lot of that kind of crumbles and falls apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob in Florida, welcome. Hey, Pat. How are you, man? Doing good. Uh, and the uh, signature, the alleged signature in the yearbook, it is all written in cursive, mm. but then the old Hickory House is clearly printed, mm. and it doesn't even match the signature or the writing of the yearbook and nobody's uh, making that point i'm looking at that right now you're exactly right it's yeah. printed i was on hand yeah. last night i couldn't believe it. i'm like well, why isn't anybody talking about this <laughs> that's Maybe at least Gloria worth Allred of wrote it in oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah i mean Look that's that. crazy I mean, it's blatant i mean i was following the loops in the whatever from the cursive to the printing i thought there is no way on God's green earth that this was written by the same person. And it looks like an afterthought. Yeah, only because it is an afterthought. I mean, the, <laughs> exactly. it's exactly. all different. You're right. I hadn't even, how stupid of me that I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I'm here for you, brother. Pat. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> it. Thank you, Rob. Uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. That's a, that's a great uh, observation. Because this is all cursive. What he supposedly wrote to her, you know, 
a, a more beautiful person I couldn't wish happy or Merry Christmas to. Love Roy Moore, DA. Uh, and then the DA, the DA is also in uh, not not in cursive. And the old Hickory House is certainly not cursive. Mm. But everything else is. Do you think maybe, and I, I haven't seen huh. this, but did she maybe write that later just so she could remember where she yes. was? When, uh, yes. But I mean, that then it doesn't disqualify him saying, I don't even know this restaurant. Right. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's what he claimed is I, I wasn't, I've never heard of this restaurant. And then they said, well, you signed it old Hickory House right on her yearbook. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he didn't. I mean, the, these were done by two different people. And how is it that a handwriting expert has not stepped forward here to clear up this for sure, for certain? I mean, you could easily debunk this if you wanted to, and, and, no, and nobody is. So in our poll online, Pat Gray Unleashed, on the Facebook page, mm. facebook.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed, sticking by him 60%, send him packing 40. 60-40 in favor of uh, Roy Moore. So I I guess that's not surprising. You know, people are going to... And you should, we should be leery about these accusations. We should be. It's just that his denials, as Hannity kind of mentioned, seem a little weak. And there are some inconsistencies. But there are certainly inconsist- inconsistencies in the stories being told by the accusers as well. What I would rather do here is turn our attention to who forced the taxpayer uh, settlements of $15 million. First of all, who approved that? Secondly, who's responsible for those? Who is grabbing people's genitals on the House floor? Who is harassing these young women who go to Washington, D.C. to learn politics? That's really got to stop. And there should be no protection at all of these people. We should already know their names, and I can't, can't for the life of me understand why we don't. I think we will. We should be demanding it right now. Uh, Jake Tapper was talking about what's going on now and the comparison between Roy Moore and the treatment of Bill Clinton. Here's what he had to say on CNN about it. The accusers uh, of Bill Clinton back in the 90s uh, were never given the credence and uh, treated with the same respect uh, that these women are being treated. Uh, Ah. And I think that there is something to be said about how society has evolved since Mm -hmm. then. But in addition, it's hard not to look back at that period and think, you know what, the media treated those those women poorly. How about, that's why I love Jake Tapper. That's why I defend Jake Tapper whenever he comes under fire uh, from people on the right. The guy is just a good, solid journalist. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no other news people making that observation that uh, Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willey, all of those people, Monica Lewinsky, they were all treated like garbage by the media. These are all conquering heroes, these victims. Mm. A little bit different. And, you know, Tapper uh, last week was in a nice little um, uh, Twitter war with uh, Roland Martin. Uh, Jake Tapper was saying how he's not going to be lectured by Roland Martin on journalism. Thank you. And he was talking about how, look, you supplied the questions to the Clinton camp during the debates. 
And so you need to answer for that. And Roland Martin just kept playing him off, and Tapper, just like a pit bull, just would not let go. And um, Did Martin ever? No, no. Martin just said, I'm going to go watch the football game, Giga Maggies, or something like that. And Tapper's just say, just going through, you know, clearly this came from you. I mean, he just boom, 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 boom. So he's he wants he wants an answer. Let's have an answer. What? Yeah, that's know? great. Yeah. And besides, it, you know, here's the point that Tapper didn't even make about Roland Martin. Guys who wear ascots mm. can't be trusted. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Whether that's an ascot or a dicky that he continually wears, <laughs> either way, it disqualifies you for being a serious person in society. Okay. Huh. <laughs> and Tapper didn't even break that out. Right, right. I don't know why. I don't know why, because that's the most uh, sentient point you can make about Roland Martin. What is the deal with the ascots you're, con- you're continually wearing? What is this, 1863? No, it isn't. Okay? <laughs> Get over it. Don't trust a man in an ascot. <laughs> is that is that our takeaway for today? Yes. You can't trust him. It can't be trusted. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we got about we got to talk about uh, Turkey's leader Erdogan, who who has once again informed us. Interestingly, there's no such thing as moderate Islam. It's just all Islam. Huh? Oh, okay. Well, huh? We're trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here, and you don't want it. It's interesting. Uh, we'll touch on that. Uh, we will not touch on Jeffy, but he will be in here. Uh, <laughs> With Chewing the Fat next. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, you know what that means. It is uh, time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Happy hump day. Happy, happy hump day. I can't believe you just said that. Happy hump day. Oh, I mean, happy Wednesday, I mean. That it is Wednesday, right? It is Wednesday. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. Congratulations to Blake Shelton. Uh, speaking, or, speaking of... Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Shelton, uh, named 2017 Sexiest Man Alive. What? It just beat me out. <laughs> I was a little, was like, Blake, what? You know. Yeah. yeah. So, how, how close, close was, was it? it? Yeah, we want to know. Was, I mean, seven million right to there. nothing. Did they call right you there. to congratulate you on being the runner up? Or? Right there. No, well, they may have. I wasn't home to. A trillion to none? Just say Something right, like that? Like a pat there. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Close right there. Anyway, Blake and, uh, Shelton, you know, really? I Blake mean, Blake Shelton, I know from The Voice, I, and he's all happy because now The on. Voice has Adam Levine and uh, Blake Shelton. And they've both been deemed. He, yeah, Adam was 2013. Wow. And I would, mm-hmm. I think Adam deserved it. I don't know that Blake yeah. does. Yeah. But Wait, what were you about to say? Do. You think you would have voted for um, Adam? Oh, I would have voted for Adam. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't vote for yourself in those things. Anyway. I mean, you just don't. It's you can't say that you voted for you. Adam Levine is a good-looking guy. Yeah. Plus a talented guy. I yeah, like, I like Maroon gosh, 5. Yes. Yeah. like him a lot. Yeah. yeah. Kara's Flowers, the band he was in before, is better. 
What is it? Kara's Flowers. That that was their name back. Don't know it. Yeah, that was their original name. A lot more fun back then. Huh. Just saying. Okay. Kara's Flowers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Check it out. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, serial killer in Tampa back at it again. They've get, he had three. Now he's got four <sighs> added to his. You head. say that like you enjoy it or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. As only you can. <laughs> Thick. I'm just <laughs> ah the serial killer is back at it again. <laughs> That's four now. Let's check the tote That's board. Four. Let's go to the tote board. Jeez. <laughs> no, but I I was hoping that they would have him by now. Is there is there like a profile of there people is? that he's killing? What, what well, is it? yeah, I mean they're Who's alone he? in a neighborhood. It's a one single neighborhood, Seminole Heights in Tampa. Men or uh, women or what? Uh, he hasn't both. Yes, he's how, killed. Both. How big is this neighborhood? He's killed both. It's pretty good size, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a you know it's a localized area in Tampa, and they've got a couple of pictures that they believe is the serial killer, and uh, he's killed three in October. Uh, boom, boom, boom. They were pretty close to each other, and then he went. You know, they made a big deal about it, and he hadn't done anything and then yesterday another human wow uh, that's really sad i know and what, and, what, what do they i think really his... liked about what i what i liked about it originally remember and not obviously not like the serial killing but mm-hmm. the idea that the mayor was big mm-hmm. on the police yeah uh bring his head to me i like yeah. that yeah. on a platter yeah we're going to get this son some of real the... strong yes. statements absolutely mm-hmm. really so he's there. i mean if you live in seminole heights in tampa or in that surrounding area Find him and start and packing. turn him in. It'd be really scary. It would be <laughs> really scary. Yes, it would be. It's not I too mean, difficult yesterday, to get a gun uh, in Florida, correct? Well, yesterday, yes, yesterday it is difficult. Uh, yeah, and I don't think not too bad. I mean, okay. I, I don't know that it's as easy as okay. in Texas. Texas. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. You probably didn't buy a gun in Florida. No, I didn't so buy a gun. In you Florida. don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So let's not I, speak to that since you don't know what you're talking about. It's as easy as one, two, three. And in fact, I know a lot of people that will sell you a gun in Florida. I don't necessarily yeah, mean that that would be laws. legal. I mean, laws. Who cares about the law? <laughs> what the heck is going on in America when we have stories talking about Ohio pastors indicted on child sex trafficking conspiracies? jeez. Oh, I mean, mm. Really? We've got Hollywood. Everyone's going to town. We've got Roy Moore, a senator. And now we have stories of pastors mm-hmm. and uh, trafficking, uh, talking about uh, they were grooming 14-year-old girls for prostitution and sex. Good golly. I mean. Wow. You're going to pay for that. I mean, that's seriously bad that. stuff. That's seriously. You're going to pay for that in uh, several ways. Yep. Several ways. Yep. And this is another example, Pat, of we talked about not long ago of why you look for stuff on the beach. Okay, fifty pound block of cocaine washes ashore in Florida. Fifty. Yes, pounds. your dream, right there. Fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. Fifty pounds of cocaine mm-hmm. turned in by some. What would that last you? Stupid year, person. Day and a half. Fifty pounds. Yeah. Day and uh, a half. Good for a go week. Good for a week. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, fifty pounds. Look, you're looking at what? Hundred and fifty grams or hundred and fifty dollars a gram. You could probably let it go for a hundred a gram. So how much is that worth then? That's a lot. And I mean, you got what four hundred four? Yeah, uh, four hundred and fifty some grams in a pound, right? I don't know is grams. Right? I don't know. I don't know because nobody knows. So, metric, right? metric system, nobody knows what it is. It so Lincoln Chase could be a hundred million pounds, or it could be an ounce. I mean, for, I don't know. that's a couple million, a little over two million, and then it'll, you know you're looking at probably about three 50. million. So if you were going to you know if you were going to sell it. Uh huh. Or do it. You uh-huh. probably wouldn't get anything out of it if you were just going to do it. Right. Well, except a buzz. Good point. 
And you know what? Uh, you know of what? Of course, you're going to sell said? it. She don't lie. She don't lie. She don't lie. I mean, you can't fifty pounds of cocaine. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it washed up on shore and somebody turned it in. Yeah, that's great. Good. Okay. Dumb. Did you? Uh, I can save this for tomorrow because I want to get to the animals. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the animals. I want to get to the uh, emotional support animals. Okay. We've got to get to them because uh, a Florida man is now. Uh, I know you've been discussing uh, emotionally emotional support animals. Today, mm-hmm. uh, off and on. I just want you to know that you know a, a Florida man uh, is fighting eviction uh, out of his. Uh, his condominium area uh, because he has uh, an emotional support squirrel. <laughs> so Does it wear the vest? Uh, Ryan Boylan. Uh, if it has a vest. It's, 40 you can't of argue Clearwater uh-huh. uh, says he needs Brutus to deal with anxiety from a long ago car accident. But uh, the condominium, uh, Island Walk condominium, says the squirrel uh, needs to vacate the premise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, there's no way I would give her up. Uh, I'm not sure how an animal that weighs less than two pounds can harm anybody. Okay. Is it? Does it run around the neighborhood? Why would people even be concerned if he's got it in a cage or something in well, his house? Is I probably it a big deal because I see it on his shoulder and he probably okay. lets it run around a little bit. But listen, in Florida, a service animal is defined as one that is trained to do work or perform tasks for an individual with a disability, including. A physical, sensory, psychiatric, intellectual, or other mental disabilities. Does he claim that okay. the squirrel is trained? Because <laughs> I'd like to see that. However, parts uh-huh. of the law, including bringing service animals to public areas and guaranteeing people with disabilities equal rights, limit the defining to a dog or a miniature horse. Because the miniature horses are growing in uh, in support in support animals. I'd love, love to see. Helpful. I'd love to see a little Shetland pony brought well, on, have, a, on a flight. They should, I have them all the time. <laughs> Not on flights. Yes, they do. Not on yes, flights. Yes, they do. Not in the cabin. <laughs> yes, they do. You can put them in the car. They do not have Shetland they ponies on flights. Pat. Yes, they do. No, the little they support don't. horses, they do on flights. No, yes, they, they do. No, they don't. And your pigs, you know, I, first of all, you're talking about. Farm pigs that yeah. are rolling in mud. Those aren't yeah. the support pigs. The support <laughs> pigs are like the little stocky Vietnamese potbelly pigs. No, this you is can a, train those. This is an actual pig. And I know, it wasn't a potbelly pig. It was just an actual pig. The potbelly pigs are an actual pig. They're just a different kind. No, it wasn't okay. a tiny pig like a potbellied. It was a big pig. Which is why it was running around because you can't really. The, those pigs are. Yeah, you uh, can't train them. You, you can't train them much of them. Pigs are kind of... I Although mean, somebody told me in a tweet that they had a pet pig and it was the smartest pet it's, they've ever had. Yeah, so. I mean, some some pigs are pretty smart. However, if you talk to pig farmers, mm-hmm. uh, people that raise pigs for our uh, pleasure, uh, uh, they claim that they are dumb. Uh, dumb. Yeah. yeah. Okay, dumb. so look, I hate to admit this, but I actually went through the trouble of Googling Shetland Pony Thank you. flight. Thank you. Here's the, here's the headline. <laughs> bringing miniature horses on planes and an emotional support goat have we gone too far and well then there's yes a, the th- answer is yes th- then there's a well. picture of an emotional support turkey on a plane like literally sitting <laughs> yes there's been there's been actors and people bring it. in different birds and stuff which I is dumb. now Come i will on. say according, Come on. according to this story 2016 <laughs> yeah in 2016 this story was written 
okay? Over 20,000 <laughs> registrations for for emotional support animals. Yeah, but most registered. of those would be dogs. And that's gone up though from 24 like 2400 in in 5 years before that, you know, 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a big deal now. I mean, it's a big deal. And the, I watched a big story on on uh on CBS about a lady and her support animal. Uh-huh. And that was uh, hmm? sh- was it nonsense? I will, no, it was not. I will she say was, this. Dogs can actually give emotional support, and I've seen it. You know, Marcus. And Marcus that, Luttrell had a had a service dog, and it was hugely helpful to him. And let's him. say Marcus Luttrell had a And then somebody shot horse. his dog. Remember that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And he was so devastated, he took off after that. Good. Uh, butt hook. And right. caught them and held them till police got there. Fortunately, he didn't kill the guy. I he just held him. I know. Uh, and I just I just heard the 911 call on that Again. a few days ago. I think yeah. Glenn played it. And it's kind of interesting. And that was, but that was serious stuff. I mean, there are some animals who actually have been trained who really do that job. But you can't tell me pigs and horses can do Why? that job. Because it's nonsense. They can't. You need to. Farm animals can't do that job. Come on now. You need to stop. Why can't cows then? Can I take a cow on a flight? If one was an emotional support cow, yes. I just come on. There's other people to consider on the flight. Oh, I know. Paid well, a look, lot of money this year. This year, right? I mean, now we had. This is what some of the story uh, in your "Gone Too Far" story that you quoted was talking about. You know, if I wanted to bring uh, my animal pet on, it's 150 bucks uh, both ways, and I had to put it in a carrier. But if I, you know, call it an emotional support animal, uh, you know, it could sit with me. <laughs> it's out for free. Right? I mean, you know, it's a great they way to did get this right. to themselves, the airline, right. by making it ridiculous. But the lady, remember yeah. earlier this year, uh, the lady that was uh, drugged off the plane, I mean, they dragged her off the plane because she complained about the dog. She said she had an allergy. She had paid for a ticket and she was saying, no, you can't let these dogs on. I've got an allergy. They dragged her off. Jeez. Because she was saying, I've got a, you know, I've got a deadly allergy. And that was her mistake. Now, she was saying she's got a deadly allergy. A, you, your argument can be, well, the animal needs to go, right? Mm-hmm. But what they were saying is the animal's not going to go. And since you already said it's a deadly allergy, you got to go. That's unbelievable. Right? How how angry would you be? I would be the, I mean, they showed out the of my mind. She was. That'd be hard. I'd probably be arrested. Yeah. Because I'd be very, oh very, my gosh. very pissed. There's been several times at uh, airlines that if it wasn't for uh, my wife, uh-huh. I would have been arrested. Uh-huh. I, there's no question. I mean, it was like, I got it. Yeah. Go over there. Yeah. Shut up now. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, what I needed was an emotional support horse. Let, let me ask you this. Has anybody confused you for an emotional support pig? Uh, just uh, have you? That hurts. Uh, try to put uh, like a vest on you and say, "What? This is my emotional support pig. I, he should be flying for free." <laughs> I mean, it's worth a try because you might be able to pull it off, and it wouldn't cost you anything to sit in the in the seat there. Is that too far? Is that too much? Is it too soon? That hurts. <laughs> How about an emotional support armadillo? Do you have one of those? That hurts. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, you know, that they, people, way people know that uh, supporting the armadillos, uh, either way, they're supporting Mercury One. And they know that uh, by uh, supporting my armadillo, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, your little pig jokes. Yeah. Okay. This is how Donald Trump got them. elected, by the Keep way. Keep making them. I know. That's how you won. Keep making them. That's how you won. <laughs> and, of course, uh, my meme of the day. My meme of the day for you going up on the screen if you're watching on Blaze Television. I walked mm-hmm. by a college and yelled, Boo! 17 students went to the hospital, 734 need counseling, and classes have been canceled until further notice. That's, uh, yes. I uh, I like that. That's the funny. TheBlazeTV.com. That is funny. And that's uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Mm. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Uh, Patriot Mobile is the only conservative cell phone company in America. You've got these companies who are donating $80 million to organizations like Planned Parenthood and uh, giving to the Tides Foundation and... Uh, advocating for sanctuary cities and gun control. Uh, where do you think all that money comes? It's a lot of it's coming from Big Mobile, not Patriot Mobile. They sign you up. Uh, you get the same great coverage as any other company at a lower price, and they take up to five percent of your monthly bill, and they donate it directly to fund traditional family values, religious freedom, uh, gun rights, yeah. the NRA, perhaps, and. You can get the same nationwide coverage right now with unlimited talk, text, and data for a better price. In fact, unlimited talk and text starts at 20 bucks a month. And then an extra penny, you get the phone too. Just, it's an awesome deal for this uh, Black Friday event. So give them a call today. Stop putting this off. Do it now. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash pat. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Did you see uh, Maxine Waters at the Glamour event? Uh, uh, Here she is. This is a uh, U.S. congressperson. Check this out. I continue to say, impeach him! Impeach him. That's great. Honestly, I, I don't think they'd like the result of that. If if you're successful with your impeach 45 campaign, number 46 is Mike Pence, who's actually a conservative, and you're not going to be happy with him either. So you might want to relax on that whole thing. And you remember earlier in the program, we talked about that uh, psychic's predictions for 2018. If your spokesperson is Maxine Waters for the impeach Trump movement, mm. what's going to happen? Well, according to this psychic, an attempt to impeach Donald Trump in mid-2018 will fail, and he'll become more popular as a result. So, Good luck with that, Maxine. Good luck with that. And, and there's no grounds on which to impeach Donald Trump. What are your grounds? What are you going to impeach him for? They don't like him. Yeah, that's like, not... That's what you're supposed to do, right? It's not a thing in the U.S. Constitution. Oh. And if you don't like your president, you can impeach him. Uh, well, every single president... 
all 45 of them would have been impeached if that was the case. What was that thing you just referenced? I got lost when you said something about uh, constitution. constitution. Just doesn't ring a bell. Sorry. It's when you take like take a walk through your neighborhood. Let's go on a little constitution. No. Hmm. Is that, that what it is? Okay. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Hmm. Um, or okay. it's a it's a it's a boat that's a boat? in the harbor of New York. Uh-huh. Uh, there's something called the USS Constitution there too, uh, but as Old far iron signs, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. As far as being any sort of document that we follow anymore, yeah, I don't even know. There's nothing like that. No, nothing of the kind. Gibberish. Uh, all right, Joe in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey Pat. Hey Joe. Hey, I heard you guys heard you guys talking about the uh, service animal things, and uh, I'm actually a uh, deputy here in uh, Southeast Ohio. And I can't say much about the call I was on, but I go to a house, walk inside, and there's a zebra walking around. <laughs> so I asked, I asked the lady what, what the deal was with the zebra, and she told me it was her registered service zebra. And it actually, she showed me all the registration paperwork, and it has its own Facebook page. That is unbelievable. So it was true? She really had a service zebra? Yeah, I did not believe her. Uh, the first time, and then, of course, wow. every consecutive time, I had to go to that uh, residence. I encountered the service zebra. So, did you did you do any? A, I mean, were you curious enough after that to to look into what a service zebra could possibly do for somebody? Uh, you know, I can't get into <laughs> what that zebra allegedly was supposed to be for. <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, allegedly, the zebra helped her with some issues that she was having, and wow. I oh, don't know how you train a zebra to help, but. Can you tell us this? Now, I know you can't talk about the call itself, but what about the house? What did the house look like with a zebra wandering (laughs) through it? Ironically, it was actually pretty clean. They had a bunch of dogs and some monkeys and some lemurs. and They they really liked animals, but apparently their zebra was their service. Were they all wandering around the house, or were they in cages? Some were in cages. Some wandered around. Uh, That is amazing. But actually, the house wasn't too bad. It you know had the animal smell, but yeah, wasn't, uh, wasn't super dirty. Joe, wasn't any concern there. <laughs> Joe, That's incredible. Please That's go incredible. through the list of animals again, and yeah, then finish then, by telling me how big was the house. Yeah, well, you were pretty casual. Oh, there's some lemurs yeah, I mean, and there's some yeah. monkeys. Well, and... you know, it, the first time I was there, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then you know, the consecutive times, you just get used to it. You tell other other officers and the people that you're working with, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's going to be some, you know. But there were. I think they had a monkey, a lemur, uh, zebras, uh, probably about nine or ten dogs. They're a oh, nice house. Wow. Not a bad house. It was pretty, how pretty big? nice place. How, how many so, square feet are we talking? Uh, we're talking like, for, for, for my county, we call it a mansion. So, <laughs> Was there a feeding trough in the foyer? But no, there was not. Okay. There was not. And, huh. the, and to be honest, the zebra didn't wear a diaper, so it must have been house trained. <laughs> must have been. So, uh, or, or what has smelled worse than you're describing, I would say. Uh, well, you yeah. know, it smelled more like dog than it did zebra. So. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, it's a service zebra. I mean, obviously, they're trained. Okay. Uh, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. <laughs> this is amazing. I mean, cops must see some interesting situations, but that one's pretty unusual. Yeah. You got a whole zoo in your house. Literally. Monkeys, nine dogs. Uh, lemurs. Lemurs. Plural. What do you... What? And don't forget the uh, star of the show, 
the service zebra. The service zebra. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, don't you have to have some... Ser- well, he's obviously been to that house repeatedly, so maybe there are some issues. Yeah, we should have asked. But you've got to believe somebody's got issues when they've got that kind of thing going on in their house. I mean, I love animals. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'm not... Th- I mean... I, well, what's wrong? Eh, I'm, I'm okay with animals. Love Wait. is maybe a little too strong. What? I had a dog that I loved. Yeah. He died. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I kind of like the dog that we have now, sort of. Oh, no. What's um, going on with this dog? But it's just obnoxious. What is it doing, man? Barking all the time at anything that wanders past our house. Oh, no. Just yap, 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 yep. yap. <laughs> Drives me out of my mind. Uh, but, you know... There, isn't there something wrong with you? If you have nine dogs... Oh, yeah, definitely. If you have nine cats, there's definitely something wrong. Hmm. If you have, I would say, two or three dogs are okay and, hmm. and not a not a red flag. But if you got nine or dozens of dogs, in addition to lemurs, hmm. monkeys, and a surface zebra... <laughs> Then you seriously, yes, you have issues. What if you have just a hypothetical here? I don't know that you know anybody mm-hmm. uh, from your past that had this, uh, mm-hmm. but what if you had four cats at a time? Yeah, that's a problem. A problem? Yeah, it's a problem mm-hmm. of a mental illness. Mental illness. Keith, it's a, it's a problem. Hmm. This is a problem. If. I'm just saying it's a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, I know. Total hypothetical. It's hypothetical that you actually lived because you did have four cats at yeah. one time. I have you zero still now. or not? No, that'd be zero. Okay, good. Zero cats. <laughs> 888-933-93. We're going to talk to this woman about uh, these spy chips that are being implanted in people and uh, what it's doing to our privacy. Coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. One of my pet peeves is the uh, tracking that is going on in our society. It, you know, from, from being tracked on your grocery store purchases to uh, all of the all of the uh, the cards, you know, the toll tags and all of those things that were just, I mean, monitored and watched and they know where we are at every step. And I just, uh, I, I think it's dangerous. Right now, it might not be as big a problem as it could become. Uh, but we've got Liz McIntyre uh, joining us, the co-author of the book Spy Chips, How Major Corporations and Government Plan to Track Your Every Purchase and Watch Your Every Move. And I think it's pretty much already happening. Um, Liz, we'll get into the RFID chips here in a second, but first... Tell me about these annoying shopping cards. I, I have a, a real problem with them where you save a few pennies if you give us all your personal information and then they track all your purchases. Uh, why should people not sign up for these things? Well, hi, Pat. Yeah, hey. uh, it's just a way, you're, you're right, to track people. Uh, the grocery stores make it sound like a great deal. Hey, we'll give you 30 cents off here and 20 cents there. But in truth, what they're doing is monitoring what you buy and seeing what they can offer you to say, then go buy a really expensive product. Believe it. Believe me, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. 
Right. They've also yeah, and they've also said that they could uh, let's say you have bad meat or a bad product out there, and they have to recall it. Why we could contact consumers, but in, to my knowledge, that has never ever happened. So basically, it's a it's a tracking device. Uh, and I know a lot of people need to save money, Pat. I mean, mm. you don't want to go in there and pay a 50 cents or a dollar more for a product if you could give a number, right? Yeah. So for those people who really cannot afford that, um, I'll, I will say that I've heard from someone that one possibility is to work against the program by still taking the discounts and using a sort of a universal number of sorts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, and not giving them your actual information. Right. And yeah. of course, one of the universal numbers in the world, if you watch, say, the old Columbo shows, you know, and they, whenever they show the, the phone number that comes up, it's always a 555-1212 number. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just add a, a, an appropriate area code in front. Now, I'm not saying I do that, but I know some Oh, of course not. That. No. <laughs> no. Now, what do you, how do you respond to people, Liz, who say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't care if they're tracking me. How do you respond to that? Well, you know, and I think you alluded to this, right now it may not be so bad because the environment isn't such that we have a dictator following us around necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, at any time, somebody in power could use that power against us. And throughout history, we've seen times where groups of people are targeted. And certainly right. in the political environment, you could be targeted if you say support an opposing candidate or, or any, other, any other kind of uh, proposal that, that maybe is against whoever's in, in power at that time. So for that reason, but, but just to have some privacy, yeah. not just from the government, but from these retailers, because they're trying to know more about us, Pat, than our own mothers know. And it's not because they want to get to know us as friends. <laughs> they want to get it to know us as prime beef. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what they want. So what about these RFID chips? Uh, first of all, are people actually having these implanted now? Is this actually happening? And, and if so, what, what do these things do? Uh, it's unbelievable that this is actually happening. And I think your listeners need to understand a little bit about what RFID is to understand why it's such a privacy problem. Um, basically, you've got a little microchip. Some of these are as small as a grain of sand hooked up to little miniature antennas, and these things are either placed on products, embedded in products, mm-hmm. or they can be embedded in people if they're put in glass first. Okay, and then there's this reader device that actually reads what's on the chips, which is just a unique number. Now, you might say, oh, it's just a number, but it's like a social security number for things because in the RFID world, every item on planet Earth and potentially every person on Earth would have a unique ID number that would be linked to a database with virtually unlimited information. So you see this chip and reader device is, is a problem if you understand it connects by invisible radio waves. So unlike the barcode in your, in your grocery store, you know, and the clerk has to take the can and move it around to, to read it just right, RFID tags communicate by radio waves from a distance and that the radio waves can travel right through solid objects like your purse, your backpack, mm. your grocery bag, mm-hmm. okay? And so that these devices can be hidden within things, the reader devices can be hidden within things like doorways, under floors. Uh, and so all this invisible communication can be going on, picking up these unique numbers associated with things that you wear and carry, and perhaps with your own body if you have one embedded in you at some point. 
so there, there kind of gives you a sense of, wow, they're invisibly reading me from some distance. It, it depends on the chip how far you might be read. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. But you're being read from a distance secretly. So, I mean, that's a problem. Because when you don't know yeah. someone's tracking you and monitoring you, uh, that's not just creepy. It's, it's a serious human rights issue. But the way, the way in which this is being sold to us as human beings now is, is uh, it's going to be so convenient. And it will save lives. Because if there is also GPS locator uh, built into this uh, RFID chip... Why we can track your children. So if they're ever kidnapped, we'll be able to locate them. This could save lives. Uh, we were told when the digital angel thing was was prevalent 15 years ago or so. And there was a waiting list for people to have this put into their bodies. Um, it, will, it will monitor your uh, vital signs. And if you ever have a heart attack, it'll notify 911 for you and relay your vital signs. How do you... I mean... The convenience element here is such that it's really hard to get people to understand what they might be giving up in exchange. Well, yeah, well, actually, what you're describing is the nightmare that could come about. Right now, the chips that are being put into people, like mm-hmm. in their arms, or now the popular places between the webbing uh, of your thumb and your pointer finger, those chips don't have any batteries or GPS capability at this time okay although there have been patents for that it is possible for that to happen there are large chips with batteries that go into big animals like you know if you're tracking um i I don't know gazelle somewhere Mm -hmm. or you know uh and you have this huge antenna i mean you can track them from a distance but the ones in people right now basically don't have batteries they're powered up from outside by the reader device that sends out a beam of energy enough to power up the chip to reflect back this unique number. And it can only be read at this point by the reader from about six centimeters. That's a really short distance. However, okay. however, okay, we know this could change. Technology changes. It gets mm-hmm. smaller and stealthier, as we know. And the other thing is, just because it's a short read range doesn't mean it's not a problem. Think about this. Okay, so if you have to, at some point, present this chip to a reader device, like you're forced to do that, say, to get into a grocery store or to pay for something, to say, well, we want to make sure you are who you are. I don't care how short the free range is. You know, that's a problem because you've lost your anonymity. Yeah. And you have to check in at certain places. Plus, even cell phones can have these reader devices built in. So, for example, there's a, a serious proposal that was put out by the World Olympian Association CEO to chip Olympic athletes with these microchips, I'm serious, with microchips that have sensors that could pick up if they're taking drugs or not. Now, what they could force them to do is carry a cell phone with them all the time, and that cell phone would be close enough, perhaps, to the chip wherever it might be, to communicate. And, of course, once you communicate to a device like a cell phone or a reader device that's hidden in a doorway or at some reporting station, that could go around the world. Yeah. So, So don't be fooled by someone saying, oh, it's just a... You know, a chip, it just has a short read range. Yeah, well, until it goes somewhere else. Right, and for now, it has a short read range. And for now. I mean, the future with these things is is kind of frightening because... uh, You're you're almost... It almost goes without saying that these will be more powerful, these will do more uh, 
and better things. They will. I mean, I, I remember the cell on the Digital Angel. They were supposed to be able to call nine one one for you, and people were like, "Well, I mean, that's great because it could save my life and the life of my children." So, I mean, that's just down the horizon. And look at how far things have come already. How much further will they progress in the very near future? You have a chapter in your book uh, entitled Nightmare Scenario. What if Hitler had had RFID? Um, what if he had? What, what could have happened? Well, this is the nightmare scenario. You know, whenever you can monitor, whenever you can track people, you can monitor them. And when you monitor them, you can control them. And you can only imagine that Hitler would love to have this technology. Mm-hmm. Because he would be able to identify anybody that he felt opposed him, right, and track track those people. Uh, he could track, you know, groups of people that he opposed, which of course he did, and 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 make him even more efficient in his his destruction of humanity, frankly. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. And by the way, um, he actually did. Hitler did use a system to to try to identify the Jews, a uh, punch card system, an old computer system that was uh, developed by IBM. So. Yeah, we already have proof that he was interested in the in the cutting edge technology of the time. So, why wouldn't he use this? Of course, he would. Right, and and again, um, we've got a fairly benevolent government now, but that may not always be the case. And for the people that say, "Well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I, I it doesn't matter if they're tracking me," you might not be the the judge of whether you're doing something right or wrong uh, at some point. Um, That's absolutely right. And, of course, you never know. We could have people come into this country and infiltrate. And, and who wants that information available to everyone? I mean, even if it's not a government. I mean, let's just even forget the government scenario. Let's say you think, oh, everything's going to be great for the rest of, of, of my life. My government's going to be terrific, even though, you know, they're not uh, students of history to see where, you know, you always have to be worried about that. But let's just say we dismiss the government argument. Who wants anyone <laughs> knowing everything about them? Yeah, Who exactly. wants that? Exactly. Uh, Liz McIntyre, uh, co-author of the book, Spy Chips, How Major Corporations and Government Plan to Track Your Every Purchase and Watch Your Every Move. Uh, thanks for joining us. Is there a, is there a website or um, where people Absolutely. can go for more? Absolutely. And okay. um, there's so much more. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that everybody should look up an organization to understand how important it is to, to protect ourselves and to have laws against this. If you go to the website, it's a search engine, startpage.com, start and page, startpage.com, and you type in the words, you type the number three, space, then square, space, and then market. That's three square market. You'll get to a website. This is a company in Wisconsin that ships 50 of their employees. This is already happening, okay? Oh, wow. And they want to go around and they want to do all kinds of other things with these chips, including monitoring senior citizens. They want to monitor uh, parolees. They want to be your payment system. I mean, this is coming, and we have to be aware of it. Also go to camcat.org, C-A-M-C-A-T.org, my organization. I have a press release up there about how the World Olympic Association proposed, the CEO proposed chipping athletes. So educate yourselves and be prepared because there's a lot. A lot coming down the road. Really good advice. Appreciate it. Thanks, Liz. Thank Liz, you, Pat. Liz McIntyre, uh, co-author of the book, Spy Chips. Uh, it's worth paying attention to. If your family is under duress, let's say there's an intruder in your home. Every fraction of a second is important to you. And that's why if you have uh, on your on your bedside, you have uh, a gun safe, one of those little gun safes with the 
uh, you, you've still, and even if it has the fingerprint trigger lock and the little gate falls down, you still have to reach inside, pull it out. There's a better way and a much faster way. And it's called Identilock. And it's, it's just this easy. It's, it's a lock on your trigger and you can either program it with your fingerprint or you've got the key here. And just that quickly, you're ready to go. Uh, it comes right off and you have access to your gun. However, when you don't want it and, and when, when your family's running around and it's the middle of the day and you're not home, you have the peace of mind that the trigger is all locked up and can't be accessed by anyone in your family. It's incredibly light. It only weighs 12 ounces. So you can travel with it. You can put it in your purse. Identilock was created by a parent for parents to help prevent accidental or unintentional discharges, but also to be ready to face an intruder if you ever need it. Uh, It's fantastic. And it's available exclusively at Cabela's throughout the nation. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. introduced yet or do i just show up pat gray everybody (laughs) i don't know i wasn't listening either all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three we're just looking at a uh a tweet that we just got tweet right hurtful tweet i mean why you got to be like that blake why uh blake johnson says you know who you are my prediction for 2018 okay foreigner will still not be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame wow wow that uh, that hits you where you live, right? Sadly, it's probably true. Uh, for some reason, again, there's something I don't know. Is there somebody on? I think when we talked to Lou Graham last year, it seems like he mentioned that somebody on the committee or the one of the deciders, anyway, had something against foreigner, and he so his his thought process was that it's just not going to happen, hmm. which is hideous that is it shouldn't be about personalities it should be about who deserves to be there and if anybody deserves to be there it's foreigner right well i don't know journey finally got in elo got in foreigner should be in who can you think of that's more deserving that isn't already in the rock hall of fame yeah no that's true uh you know chicago got in recently just last year i think uh Let's see. Def Leppard. Def Leppard has sold more records than even Foreigner. Def Leppard's a pretty good band, and I think they should be in as well. And I, I heard an interview with, uh, with them once where they said that it's probably never going to happen, and they don't really understand why. But they've sold something like 120 million records worldwide. How does that make you feel what's on my screen? Yeah, look at that. that. Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, the Rap Hall of Fame, maybe. Yeah. If there was one, I don't know if there is. Oh, I'm sure. But that's not rock and roll. Mm. What? It, what? Last year, Janet Jackson was nominated. 
not rock and roll. So, he's you know, as hurtful as it was, Blake, you're probably right. <laughs> Foreigner probably will not be inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. Sad. You know who should be? Uh, I was <laughs> driving home yesterday l- listening to uh, Sirius XM, the 70s channel, which I often do, because hmm. that's about where good music ended, was 1979. It just stopped. I don't know why, but it did. And uh, <laughs> they played David Geddes' Run, Joey, Run. Do you know that song? I don't. It goes a little something... In fact, a lot like this. Dramatic intro. You can tell it's going to be sad, right? Yeah. Daddy, please don't. It wasn't his fault. He means so much to me. Daddy, please don't. We're, we're going to get married. married. Stu, wait, wait and see. And see. Da-dum. Oh. Da-dum. Every night, the same old dream. I hate to close my eyes. He hates to close his eyes. I can't erase the memory, the sound of Julie's cry. Julie's cries. She called me up late that night. Yeah. She said, Joe, don't, don't come, come over. Don't do it. Don't. My dad don't do it. and I just had a fight. They just had a fight. And he stormed out the door. Yeah, he stormed out. I've never seen him act this way. Okay, we can't play the whole song because it's just atrocious <laughs> and i just it hit me on the way home i think we may have found the worst song of all time caveat run joey run by david gettys he goes on to say that he did mm. come over to julie's place yeah. and and her dad was out of control and he had a gun and she jumped in front oh no no of no joey <gasps> And her own dad shot her dead. Oh, no. Yeah. When he looked up, uh, there was red all over his hands, and apparently it was blood. It wasn't paint. It was blood. Did did he explicitly say it was blood, though? Well, no. It just said his hands were red. It could have been Play-Doh. And then at the very end of the song, Daddy, please don't. Oh, no. It wasn't his fault. We're going to get married. Just you wait and see. Mm. They didn't get married. Didn't. She died that night. Died because of the red stuff on his hands. arms. So, uh, and then sucks. I thought, well, didn't David Geddes have another uh, song uh, along those lines? Another one of those catastrophe songs of the seventies? Wow, he was a sad man. Huh? And the, the answer is yes, he he did, and it went something like this: Last game of the season, Blind Man in the Bleachers. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, he's just the blind man in the bleachers. You know it's a problem when they start out talking in a song. That is a problem. That's a problem. That's, That's a good tip off the troubles ahead. Thing number one, you start talking in a song, you can go ahead and, and turn the station because it's not going to be a good song. To the local hometown fans. Local hometown fans. Gosh, stop. He sits beneath the speakers. <laughs> oh, unbelievable, way man. Way back in the stands. Really? And he listens to the play-by-play. Oh. He listens to play-by-play. Just waiting for one name. Waiting for one His son. He wants to hear his son, his son get in the game. In the game. Yeah, he's a blind man in the bleachers. and But he can't see. Stay he can't home. see the field. But the boy's just not a hero. He's not a hero. He's <laughs> strictly second team. And so, Though he you know. runs each night for touchdowns in his daddy. <laughs> sweetest dreams. <laughs> 
Okay, both these songs, Run, Joey, Run, mm-hmm. and Last Game of the Season, Blind Man and the Bleachers by David Geddes. Well, now I know what hell is going to be like. Um, I would wow. like to also point out that um, uh, this is from the decade that you says brings us the greatest well, music also, of all time. It also brought some of the worst. It, it did both. It was both extremes. Mm-hmm. But if somebody has a, a worse song in mind than Run, Joey, Run, or Last Game of the Season, I'd love to hear and what the, it is. But the caveat has to be that it can't be a Yoko Ono song. That's in a class right. by itself. You yes. can't cheat. Other than Yoko Ono. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Last Game of the Season, though, goes on to uh, talk about the fact that the blind man in the bleachers dies. <gasps> in the bleachers? He dies. No. Oh. But... but and the last game of the season, okay. he doesn't show up, and he's always there, ah. you know, in the back by the by the speakers. Oh boy, I'm invested now. And people are wondering why isn't he there? Yeah. And uh, the kid gets a phone call at halftime, and uh, apparently somebody says your dad died, and so he tells the coach, "I got to get in the game," mm. and he does, and he plays a heck of a game, and they come from behind and win. And then uh, the payoff is that it was the first time his dad saw him play. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's you know he's in heaven now, and he's allowed to now he can see. <laughs> so if you have a worse song than either of those, I'd like to know what it is. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. But they don't make them like that anymore. They don't make them like that anymore. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a uh, a Bronx woman has married Puerto Rico. Okay, see, it's her homeland, and so she married it. You know, I, I don't know if it was one of those situations where she said, "I I just love Puerto Rico," and somebody said, "Why don't you marry it then?" <laughs> and she did. She did. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I love Puerto Rico. Yeah. Well, why don't you marry it then? I wasn't serious. I didn't really think you were going to. Next thing you know, whoever said that got a wedding invitation yep. in the mail. They're like, what the? Yep. Mariposa Fernandez took uh, the plunge and said, uh, I do to the land she loves. Okay. There was even a full wedding ceremony in Hunts Point attended by 100 guests who who brought gifts. Uh, That's cute. Fernandez's courtship is an expression of her love for Puerto Rico, she says, but it's also a way for the... Native to raise funds for her country after it was hit by this uh, by two natural disasters. Huh. Did oh, she? I'd say this is the third natural disaster: yeah. a woman marrying the island. I think she used to be uh, engaged to uh, Guam actually <laughs> until she heard realized it might tip over. A lot and, of people uh, were on it, and they're like, oh, "Okay, I can't marry capsize." You know, because some people fear that it would tip over and uh, capsize. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I just checked. You know who's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? David Geddes. Well, <laughs> Despite 
That's a paperwork. Despite snafu. blind man in the bleachers and run Joey run. <laughs> wow, that's just that's all political. <laughs> uh, we got some tweets here from Zippy the Wonder Monkey. Uh, had an emotional support pig, then she cheated on me and broke up with me. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Jack old beer guy says Jeffy has conned one of the tech guys to direct every other donation straight to his armadillo. I think that's what happened. Uh, yep. And Mr. E-Man, Jeffy was unable to pass it as an emotional support animal due to the inability to produce a vest of an appropriate size. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing our home game. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I was just looking at some of the other artists who are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nielsen is not in. Um, let's see. Yes, huh? I did. Yes, just they were nominated. I know. I can't remember if they actually got in. I'll look. Warren Zevon. He's got like one hit. Of course, Warren Zevon's not in. Uh, LL Cool J. He's a rapper. Who made this list? Motorhead? Do not belong in the Rock Hall of Fame. The Cure? Not in the Rock Hall of Fame. Iron Maiden? Uh, Depeche Mode? That's oh, kind of new age. Duran Duran's not in it? Okay. Um, yes, uh, was just inducted a couple months ago. You're right. Yeah, I thought, I thought they were. Yes is in, and Foreigner is not. Pretty bad. Slayer is not in. Yeah, these heavy metal bands. Bon Jovi's not in, nor does he belong. Or they. Uh, the Smiths are not in. Hmm. Whitney Houston isn't. She's not a rocker. But see, they don't, for whatever reason, they don't go by that. They don't, uh, for some reason, rock and roll really has nothing to do with it. I mean, they'll put some country artists in there. They'll put rappers in there. The blues artists are in it. It's a strange popularity contest. It, it is. It really is. No rhyme or reason. Uh, Mike in Iowa, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good. Got a question. I, I want to know my opinion, greatest rock band ever. Ten years after, are they in the Rock Hall of Fame? Ten years after is not in the Rock Hall of Fame. Is really? Not, really, yeah. Isn't that something? Well, I'm going home and, oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, name me another one besides I'm going home. Oh, jeez, there's so many. I can't keep from crying sometimes. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, thanks. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead. Why is it laughing? Well, whatever. I, yeah. There's a whole bunch, you know. Uh, yeah. I love to change the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I change think- the world, right. I'd love to change the world, except I don't know what to, what do. to do. What to do, yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Mike. I, I You know, I, I'm not sure 10 years after his... There, there are some qualifications that, first of all, you have to be somewhat uh, influential. I think influential is more important than how many records you've sold. Yeah. Because they put people in there who've sold very few. Uh, and then other people, like, you know, maybe 10 years after was influential. I don't know. I don't haven't heard that many rock legends talk about them. But maybe. Uh, Logan in North Carolina. You're on the blaze. Hi. Yes. Talk about a uh, song worse than those. There's one you can find on YouTube by Richard Hackley. It's called God's Backhand, and it's really bad song-wise. <laughs> is it actually, though, something that's been released, like uh, nationwide, or is it just a YouTube song? That I don't know, okay. but I heard it on, on another podcast, and it was, it was pretty bad. God's Backhand. <laughs> yeah. okay. like, it, like in tennis? or Who sings it? Like he's... No, like, like his judgment-type deal. Oh, okay. 
All right. We'll have to check into that. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> I Googled God's Backhand. Yeah. And there's an article that says God's Backhand, the new worst song ever written. Uh, oh, we got some lyrics, too. Okay. I don't know. The, the yeah. Syrian army camped outside Jerusalem, ready. Okay. I'm, I'm already disinterested. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Moving it's probably on. deeper than we wanted to get on God's Backhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, brother? Love. Hey, you are, man. Still kicking it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I can't exactly remember the uh, the lyrics, but Uh um, I can say that probably if you put a vote up there, it's right with the other god awful song you just played. But um, it goes something like, um, "What's that? Who's your name? Salary? (laughs) Wait, no. no, uh, Are you maybe? Wow, are you saying that's? one of the, the worst songs? Something some, something gray, uh, but uh, uh, the motivation came from, uh, I don't know where it really came from, uh, some it, sort of a yeah, it came from major, major, Chris major Matthews. leader in our, in, in our news, right. uh, in our news circuits, but I can promise you, albeit uh, popular, mm-hmm. I don't know that necessarily it's just lined with and reeks of talent. Well, hey, Glenn, that, Glenn, I, gotta, I, can be, I can be wrong. That quick, hurts. Could be it for me to be the... Be the Music expert, I don't really have a, <laughs> right. an ear for tunes. Oh, clearly. I can promise you. I mean, you didn't even have to. All that went without saying after what you've just purported. Hey, Glenn. Uh, Glenn, yeah, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Throw it on the air. Yeah, Glenn, go ahead. Are you, uh, are you enjoying us on the Blaze Radio or the Blaze TV? Right I'm now. on uh, the Blaze Radio on my uh, oh. smartphone, if you will. Okay. Well, we appreciate that. Thanks, Glenn. But I'm sorry. I, Why? I, I was going to send um, a message to Glenn through the TV because oh. that right there, that mm-hmm. Pat Gray, mm-hmm. that is a talent. And so I, I disagree, yeah. and I was just going to oh, well. yeah. a little oh, you're projectile at... at uh, okay. So he wouldn't have seen that. So you can't see it. It's pointless right. at this juncture. Uh, Alex in Texas, welcome to the Blaze. Hi, Pat. Um, Hi. Worst song ever made by far is called uh, Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly. And um, <laughs> Keith, you should look that up. There was also a parody done by Weird Al called <laughs> Trapped in the Drive-Thru. That was actually funny, but the song is terrible, <laughs> and I think it goes on for hours and hours. Trapped the version of it. in the Closet by oh. R. Yeah. Kelly. And, it, and it's like a song story sort of thing, but it is the most hideous thing I've ever heard in my life. It's so bad, it's one of those things oh, where you no. want everyone to hear it. Oh no! Wow. So so wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. The, the album is got however mm-hmm. many tracks. I mean, I'm up to 15 on this. It's kind of scattered okay. where I'm looking, but it says "Trapped in the Closet," Chapter 15. Trapped in the yeah. Closet. Tra- oh no! Oh no! Uh, so it literally goes on for hours. Every track. You're lose brain cells. It's awful, and, wow. and you should see the accompanying video. It, it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, Alex. Uh, I'm not, I'm completely unfamiliar with "Trapped in the Closet." Chapter by, eighteen, but it goes it's trapped in the closet. Thirty three chapters. Wow. Thirty three tracks, same title. Uh, this is part of it. Oh, here I am, skipping around. Trying to put on my clothes, searching here I am. for my car keys, trying to get them about the door. <laughs> she's yeah, it's dressed- really bad, and it could you know that could have some. Uh, Negative type lyrics from R. Kelly. I don't know. He's also uh, he's also a guy caught up in the uh, sexual harassment yeah, situation for years, for a long <laughs> time. This guy goes way back as a sexual harasser, and and in fact, um, you know, see, maybe even statutory rape. Yeah. Did did he do time? 
I think so. I think he did. I think he was I think he did. one of the first ones in the pool here. Yeah. And I think there's still some women that are, uh, their parents say, being held captive by him. 888 Derek in Florida. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. Um, Beth from Kiss. Girls named Beth. That's the name of the song from Kiss. It was sang by their drummer. Yep. It is the worst song in the world. And Volkswagen <laughs> brought it back for the Passat last year for a commercial. Wow, you think Beth by Kiss is the worst song of all time? Oh, oh I hate that song. It's terrible. But, Don't know anybody by the name of Beth. It's just a, It's so bad. I could sing it better than they could, and it, it would sound better. <laughs> all right, thanks, Derek. Hmm. Beth, I hear you calling, but I, I, I can't come home right now because me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours. Be right home to you. Beth, I hear you calling. Oh, Beth. What can I do? Bum, I bum, weep every bum. time. Every time. Brad, do you know anyone I love named that Beth? song. Nobody comes to mind? I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably a big song in your life, right? Hmm? Yeah, I know. I, there's a one. I can't remember. So you really don't know it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know it. Actually, it's her favorite song. Ugh. Is it? Yeah. It, it's your... It's the, the funny thing is, it's my least favorite Kiss song. <laughs> 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 it's just, it just doesn't, you know, you get Kiss and then mm-hmm. this little... Mm-hmm. Ballad that just yeah, yeah, but all of those all of those bands that rocked like that, mm-hmm. almost in every case, their biggest hit was something ba- that's some not ballad, some power ballad, some ballad. ballad. No, it's it's just a ballad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, well, I've, I've got to mention this before I do. This was a number one hit for a long time, and I don't know how you could even overlook this one. But I'm going to give it a, just a couple word uh, lyric. It goes like, uh, loving you is easy when... Is easy uh, the girl's name was Minnie, Minnie Ripperton. Yep. And now I didn't can't say I like the song. In fact, if you want to know the truth, I would rather slide down a razor board sliding board into a pool of alcohol. Than to hear Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. Oh. Right. That, wow. Oh, my gosh. It's just something about that song that yeah. just changes my mood and everything. Huh. Okay. Like Glenn does sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. She was Mariah Carey before Mariah Carey right. was Mariah Carey. See, yeah. The funny was. thing that Chris in Florida may not realize is that uh, I like that song. That used to be a staple in your world. It was. You'd play that often, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I never did hear you hit the octaves. That uh, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't hit the octaves. She had one of the biggest vocal ranges mm-hmm. in the history of music, uh, yep. and she died in 1979. Sad story. Holy yeah. Breast cancer, I think. No, nah, was it not leukemia? Was it leukemia? Mm-hmm. There's many Ripperton Day in Los Angeles. Is what? That, is that weird? Is I mean, there she really? had one hit song, and they, she got a day named after her. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Huh. But loving you is easy, because you're beautiful. Why, thank you. La, 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 la. Every day of my life is filled with loving you. And they, I, they didn't... The NFL or somebody used that? It, it was on a commercial. I it don't was know. on a commercial. I wanna, the, and it seems like it was a football commercial. I was thinking it was Burger King for some reason that comes to mind. But I'll Maybe. Check. But it is one of the most derided songs <laughs> ever on the radio, I would say. Loving You. Yeah. You like? Did you I'm like not, Loving You? That's, I played it so much on the radio that like all the good songs, I just got yeah, so they've been burned out. Yes, I just... Eh. Yeah, if you were in radio, yeah. you don't like hardly anything. Right. What do I win? What do I win? What was it? Burger, Burger King? King? Yeah. Was it really? And it was uh, cinnamon rolls or something they were pushing. <laughs> okay. So they could do a cinnamon roll. 888 thirty three ninety three. Brad Staggs joins us with uh, 
Earwax. Well, I actually, I wanted to talk <laughs> about the law of unintended consequences today. Okay. But for instance, in Hawaii, you know, back in the 1800s, big sugar cane, they grew sugar cane there, and rats infested basically most of the islands of Hawaii. So what did they do? Hmm. They brought in mongoose to get the rats. Wow. Unfortunately you know now, they're infested with mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> or is it mongoose? It, it's actually mongooses. Mongooses? Mongooses. And I bring mm. this up to say that some people have, they, they intend for good things to happen. Let's say like the Q-tips. You intend to use Q-tips to clean your ear. You see what I did there, don't you? I see, mm. I see where you're it's going Use Q-tips to clean your ear thinking you're doing a good thing when all you are really doing in reality is creating a wax dam. Oh, I'm sorry? A wax dam. A wax dam. A wax dam up against mm. your eardrum, huh. which can cause tinnitus and earaches and hearing loss and just all general over, uh, overall grumpiness. Sounds unpleasant. So, uh, it really is. It, yes. Wow. When you can't hear, you're grumpy and you know what I'm saying. And then you need some mini Ripperton. Exactly. And you also need some. Right? And use WaxRx.com. Three-step system, the earwax softening drops, the specially designed squirt bottle that gets the right amount of water and the right amount of water pressure. And once those, let's just say it. What happens? Once those chunks come out. Yeah. You got to condition that ear. So you have the pH conditioning rinse oh. put into your ear and it leaves your ears not only soft, Mm-hmm. But, but supple, supple. yeah. Definitely and if there supple. was only oh, no. a way you could get it shipped to your house free, I mean, for you pay free? for it, but the shipping is free. It's great. Oh. All right, so you just go to usewaxrx.com, use promo code radio, and all of your dreams will come true. Usewaxrx.com, promo code radio. And then you'll be able to hear things like, oh, yeah, this. It's easy, because... You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Here. Welcome. 888-933-93. Uh, Terry Crews, is he the guy that played the office linebacker? He looks like that guy. No. But he's not I that guy. I thought that for the longest time as well. Okay. No. So it's a different guy, but he uh, he's a former NFL player. Yeah. He's the current star of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. And he was also the uh, president in Idiocracy. Okay, he claims <laughs> that uh, he was sexually harassed by a uh, WME executive. The world, what is WME? Uh, I thought it was a wrestling foundation, but maybe not. Well, that's WWE, right? WME so, is probably going to stand for as I kill time the to Google World uh, Mime. What? Experience? Hold on a second. You're close. <laughs> I think it's the... Uh, I can't... Oh, it's, I've got to wait for an ad. Are you it's the me? world miming experience. Uh, somebody you? grabbed his junk, he said, and he's not happy about it. Mining experience. So, okay. Uh, since he came forward, 
Um, apparently, the guy in question has taken a leave of absence from the world mime experience, where he represents <laughs> no, a number of high-profile clients. So this must be a management agency. Yeah, it's uh, William Morris Endeavor. Oh, it's William Morris. I liked yours better. Though. Uh, yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. But they represent Emma Stone, Diane Keaton, Sean Levy, Vince Vaughn, Eddie Murphy, Dustin Hoffman, Brett Ratner. Uh, wow. Okay, so uh, it is somebody from that agency that came up to him and just grabbed him. And he says his wife was there at the time. So very, very strange. Adam Vinnett is the one being uh, yeah, accused? Yeah, and he's already taken a leave from the uh, WME, the World Mime Experience. So uh, good. He, sh- he should. He should what be out of the there, right? world is happening? I don't know. It's everybody and everything <laughs> in every corner, in every segment of our society which is why I thought it might be fun to talk about something else for a while, like yeah. worst song ever recorded. Plus, Terry Crews could kick your ass in five seconds. You would think so. He's he's huge. <sighs> he's huge, which is one one of the reasons I thought that was the uh, guy who played the office linebacker. Yeah, because uh, that guy's him. that's a big dude as well. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to Larry in New Mexico. Hey, Larry, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yes, Pat. Good afternoon. Um, hey. I have very serious issues, uh, very serious repetition issues. So um, Jamie's Got a Gun is uh, probably my least favorite, uh, or at least one of my least favorites of all time. Jamie's Got a Gun, just because they say it over and over and over and over? Over and over and over. I have, like I said, I have very serious repetition issues. (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah. All right. Yeah, that can be obnoxious. There's a lot of Aerosmith uh, jams that I really like. I mean, uh, I've gone... I've gone to Aerosmith concerts uh, a couple times uh, because they do put out a lot of good stuff, but there's a couple of uh, tunes that they put out that I, I just, that they Didn't just appreciate. absolutely drive me nuts. And Jamie's Got a Gun is one of them. All right. And Dude Looks Like a Lady is another one that I just absolutely cringe. Yeah, not but, one of my uh, favorites either. Other than that, uh, Aerosmith has, you know, Aerosmith has put out a lot of good stuff, but those are couple okay. of the <laughs> jams they put out that I just do not like at all. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Yeah, Dream On, one of the great songs of all time. As well as Walk This Way. Uh, two fantastic Aerosmith songs. Uh, Matt in Indiana, you're on The Blaze. Hi. Pat, happy day to you. You too. Um, worst song, Black Superman, Muhammad Ali ballad. All you fight fans have got to agree there ain't no flies on Muhammad Ali. He fills the arena wherever he goes, and fans always get what they pay for. <laughs> Is it, Who did that song? It wasn't well, Muhammad Ali, right? Oh, no. 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 Okay. Because uh, I'm not yeah, familiar with Black Superman. Oh, you need to look it up. It's great to mow the lawn, too. It's got a perfect tempo <laughs> when you're push mowing the lawn. So maybe okay. Rand Paul should have known that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Black Superman's song. See who did that. Uh, apparently, it was done. It was done about Muhammad Ali. The artist is uh, Johnny Wakelin. Hmm, no wonder I've never heard of it. I don't, I don't think that made it to the radio. Uh, it was released in 2007. Hmm. two thousand seven. Wait, two thousand seven. You're singing songs about Muhammad Ali. Uh, for the record, please don't open it on your computer and press play. I read some of the lyrics. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I won't be doing that. Okay. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um with uh 
your song suggestions. Maybe maybe you can top this. I don't know. I, I kind of doubt it. I'm not sure any of the songs so far have been worse than this one. Run, Joey, run. Daddy, please don't. It wasn't his fault. He means so much to me. Daddy, please don't. We're going to get married. Just see. you wait and see. Comes the dramatic Every night, vocal. The same old dream. Mm. <laughs> I can't erase the memory, the sound of Julie's cry. Can't erase it. She called me up till there. Late that night, she said, Joey, Joey don't, come, don't over. come over. Don't don't do it. My dad and I just had, just a, had fight, a fight, and, and he stormed out the door. Stormed out. I've never seen him act this way. My God, he's going crazy. Going crazy. He says he's gonna make you pay. Sounds like uh, Joey got her pregnant, and uh, Dad's a little hacked off about it. A little bit. And sadly, it ends with the death of Julie, not Joey. So That's a shame. <laughs> real shame. Just one connected. of the many catastrophe songs of the 70s. What? I don't know uh, why they did that all the time. You know, a lot of death uh, in, in the songs of the 70s. Run, Joey, run. Blind Man in the Bleachers. The uh, Billy, Don't Be a Hero. He died in that. Uh, Shannon, the dog dies. Wildfire, the horse dies. A lot of dying death songs. A lot of catastrophe in the 1970s. Well, I mean, Jimmy Carter was president. So. Yes. Well, yeah. and for some of that time, so was um, uh, Gerald Ford. Mm-hmm. And maybe even a little bit of Richard Nixon. Watergate action. It was a... None of whom were great presidents. Dark decade. Yeah, it was. Well, except for that's when Aerosmith came out. Mm. That's when Foreigner came out. Journey, Boston. Sure. Okay. So there were some highlights. When Keith was born. What year? 76. Oh, good heavens. What? Shut up. I don't want to hear from you I'm anymore. Just, I'm just saying. A good thing came out of the yeah. 70s, right? I mean, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um Also, if you missed, if you missed the poll uh, mm. on Roy Moore, it was 60-40 that he should stay in the race. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's, there's still some support for him. And, whether or not this is actually going to happen for him on December 12th in Alabama remains to be seen, but I think this makes some people more likely to vote for him. It's kind of like no matter how many times Trump supporters were told he's not the guy, he's not who you should be voting for, he's this, he's that, it just made people more committed. And I think that's happening in the case of Roy Moore. People don't want to be told by the media how they should be voting or for whom they should be voting. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to see him stay in the race and win. We'll see. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up tomorrow, noon Eastern. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.